0: And welcome to Cinema Guano, the movie podcast where all the films are bat poop crazy. I'm your host, Greg Pizzino. With me today and every day, author and journalist Krista K. Coburn. And hopefully everything records correctly. Um, We have our long distance guest, Adam Summerfield is back. Hi there. Uh, He is not in the room with us. We are actually trying to record this in two separate locations for the first time, which Krista and Adam normally do for their other podcast. Back up a second. Yep.
1: Yeah, I'm all alone. All alone Damn. in a darkened room. Just me and my <laughs> microphone.
2: <laughs> and your bottle of chosen alcohol.
1: Yeah. I am actually dry at the moment. I'm just drinking water. Yeah, Me too, but I'm dehydrated. I mean, there's some hand sanitizer. I suppose I could just go to town on that. If the movie gets too bad. <laughs> no,
2: that's we can't have hand sanitizer at the library anymore because are <laughs> drinking it.
0: Yeah. And I, I feel like you shouldn't really like drink any alcohol that is the consistency of jelly. (laughs) I don't think that's really a... That's what cocktail mixers are for. Hey, Krista and I have been watching that How to Drink channel on YouTube, which, Mm -hmm. you know, we we love. But he just did an episode not that long ago that was Cursed Cocktails, and one of them involved mayonnaise.
1: I will never watch that show now. I was thinking about watching it, but
0: (laughs) just that has ruined it. Don't
2: watch that episode.
0: That episode is so gross. Ruined it. He he also did one. He did the one that's been going around on like Twitter and, and Facebook. The um, beef fizz. Okay, do I'm either. intrigued. It involves um, uh, beef, uh, beef stock, beef broth. Yeah, okay. it basically it's it's beef broth. It's 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 the beef broth version of a dark and stormy. So you emit the alcohol, and it's just ginger ale and beef broth. That's weird. <laughs>
1: I was thinking it was going to be like Beef Eater's gin, maybe. like that. No, was the, no,
0: there was no booze in this batter. cocktail. I uh, Yeah. <laughs> you said, said it like just tasted like drinking then. salt?
2: Oh, yeah, it'd, it'd be very salty. I feel like those are two things that people were like, oh, this is what you're supposed to have when you're sick, and this is what you're supposed to have when you're sick. Let's combine them. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: just combine them together and be double healthy. It, it was apparently like a, a drink that somebody found in like a 70s cookbook or like, you know, cocktail party you oh. know guide. yeah
1: like a, uh, it, it looks like it looks like alcohol but it isn't and you know it helps you watch your figure while simultaneously know. increasing your blood pressure to astronomical <laughs> levels I mean, well, you don't need the beef stock you just need verners that's all you need
0: yeah and yeah cures,
1: cures everything
0: we hey at work we have verners scented candles so you know you can even like aromatherapy your verners thing while you're sick oh. Again, and, another thing I didn't know I needed in my life. Yeah, uh, they god, also have god. Fago ones. You can get Red Pop, and I think Fago Cream Soda. <laughs> just oh god, no! Oh. Right, <laughs> no rock and A, red, no. a, no rock, a red, pop
1: scent because you can, that's a color you can smell, man. <laughs> uh, it's not; it's just the dye. You could just smell yeah. it. I, uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm little, I mean, the, like
0: the actual flavor of Fago Red Pop is strawberry cream soda.
1: Is it? I thought yeah. it was just I th- thought it was just the, the freaking food coloring. Like that no, was the flavor no. of food coloring.
2: I mean there is a lot of coloring well, in that? that too, yes.
1: There's 40 of them.
2: Cuz I don't think I... it tastes like strawberry particularly. No, it
1: tastes like red pop. It tastes like just the color
0: red. I can get strawberry. Yeah. It tastes like strawberry candy to me.
2: <sighs> I guess. But I've had like <sighs> strawberry Fanta.
1: Yeah. You see, that's just it. Strawberry candy though, probably doesn't yeah. taste like strawberry, it just tastes like red forty. <laughs> yeah. <pretty much. laughs> it's kind of a chicken egg scenario there where it's like what's, what's, what 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 does
0: strawberry even mean anymore? Uh, lots I mean, of sugar. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Very sweet. I mean, Dr. Pepper, I think the main flavor is is prune juice, if I remember right. So, well, you know,
1: Dr. Pepper,
0: yeah. Dr. Pepper has like twenty-three different flavors,
1: like combinations that they put in there. Yeah. And actually, it's it's interesting, like, if you find, like, the specialty ones, we're like, ah, this is the vanilla Dr. Pepper, and this is the cherry. All those specialty ones are just more of one of the flavors.
0: Yeah, All of those flavors are supposed to be
1: in Dr. Pepper. It's like vanilla and cherry and chocolate and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, used to live near, used to live near, was it Waco? It's one of the, some town in Texas is where they make Dr. Pepper. And so everybody there was just loaded (laughs) with Dr. Pepper facts. They're just all over the place. <laughs> all
0: right. That's legit. That's fun. I love Dr. Pepper.
1: Nope.
0: Uh, so, today, I have a post soda discussion here. Uh, <laughs> we we self. are talking about Crawl from 1983. Great year 1983. in 1983. Yeah, they drank soda in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. uh, they drank pop in the 80s. I prefer pop myself. <laughs> Was it Battle Creek that had the whole discussion about soda versus pop because they got it wrong in the first episode? Oh no, it was that Detroit Murder Show? Oh, okay, that uh, was uh, yeah. And then they had a callback in the final episode. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Kroll. I I am kind of shocked. Krista said she has never seen this movie. You are not familiar with this one? No. Me no. neither. Really? God. Yep. No. Never. Wait. Never.
1: I mean, I've heard the name before. Yeah. But I've never seen it. And and looking at the like, just the cover art here on uh the internet like it's not what i thought it was like i thought crawl was like a barbarian flick like like, that's like a call. conan knockoff That's that point okay. and that was a,
0: call is actually a character written by um uh robert howard who created conan is it call was the same same author okay so that author was trick pony no because he also did like a scottish one and he also created uh was he a scot uh, kind of i think i mean that's he was a scottish it, yeah. like warrior guy um but then he also did solomon kane which was more like um 1700s like monster fighter kind of guy like a van helsing type guy okay um it's just sort of bluff muscly protagonist fights against alone against of, the dark, yeah the darkness. yeah they did yeah. a they did a solomon kane movie uh god a couple of, uh i don't know probably eight, eight to ten years ago with um uh oh god i want to say it was with uh uh the guy who plays wolverine oh yeah but it wasn't No, it's not god i'm gonna have to look it up now it wasn't hugh jackman because I'm, I'm, he did the van helsing he did van helsing yep yeah um
2: now checking yeah now
0: i gotta check the internet man <laughs> solomon kane here we go 2009 all right oh, okay it was not it was not a very good movie i've seen it it's terrible uh james purefoy <laughs> that's who it is i
1: have no idea who that is
0: no i don't either um if you like, if you look at the cover, he looks like Hugh Jackman, kinda. Um, oh, okay, sort of. Um, kind of. Yeah. Um, if you've ever seen a Knight's Tale, uh, yes. Oh, okay. that guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, he he plays he plays uh the Black Prince. He's not okay. the villain. He's yeah.
1: Yeah, he's just um sort of anti-hero-y.
0: Yeah, he was also in Rome. He was in Resident Evil. Uh, he's played some other stuff, I don't know. Not important. He's,
1: okay. he's got tragic backstory face.
0: Kind of, yeah. But um, Call, they did do a, a version with um Kevin Sorbo back ah, in the late watch. 90s or early 2000s. Nice. Um, no. Kevin Sorbo and uh, Tia Carrera. Nice. Yeah. Classy. Very 90s. But no, Crawl, yeah, not related to any of those. It is not um related to any sort of book series or anything like that. Um, but to me, like, this came out in that same era of, like, Neverending Story, Labyrinth, Lady Hawk, and, and mm-hmm. I ever thought of it as being in that same kind of pantheon. Like, well, it came a few years before, because the other ones came
2: in, like, the latter ish 80s, like, 86 and Yeah. I think um, Legend was 85. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like, to me, it's in that same kind of, that that period of, like, sword and sorcery movies of the 80s. Yeah. Um, and it it is. It is definitely better than some of the cheap knockoff ones that came out, like the Beastmaster and, you know, some of those ones that would air on, <laughs> on you know, basic cable repeatedly, that kind of thing. This aired mm-hmm. on cable a lot too. Um, but it, this is kind of like a weird hybrid of like fantasy and sci-fi. So kind of like a, maybe like a Flash Gordon almost? like a Flash Gordon or um, the, the Masters of the Universe movie. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Well, um, 83, I was... It he does hero. star a young Liam Neeson in a minor role. <gasps> yeah. I am so excited now. A- and uh um, also uh Hagrid. Yes! <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. One of his earlier roles. You're a crawl, Harry.
1: We're a yeah. you're a I don't know what that is. Like he's got some little boomerang bladed thing. I, I, I've never uh, seen he has the movie. The cleave. The <laughs> 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 okay got a it's the definite article good, good. oh yeah that's, that definitely, definitely that means we're in for a good time
0: yeah um oh. it, it did not do well in its original release at all it went like way 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 over budget because they were still kind of hammering out the script as they were shooting the movie that's so always idea. Kept getting built good plan good plan yeah. plan um but it did attain a cult status later on as many of those like 80s movies that didn't do very well initially sort of did labyrinth was the same way. Yep. Um, didn't do it you know, well initially, but got a cult following afterwards. Um, and it, it has been referenced in World of Warcraft. It's been referenced. Oh, it was referenced oh, yeah. in the um, film version of Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I saw one comparison that it got to Dark Crystal. It eh, doesn't strike me as being comparable to that. But some of the sets and stuff kind of make me think of more like a Dune kind of okay. deal. Um, because of the like organicness of especially the alien ship castle. Sets,
1: a ship castle, a yeah.
0: Um, there were also some theories that it was originally supposed to be a Dungeons and Dragons movie, Ooh. and that they later on couldn't, like, uh, you know, decided that it was too different and didn't, you know, <laughs> didn't do it as a D and D movie. Gary Gygax denied this. He said that TSR was never actually contacted <inaudible> for any rights that it had never had any connection to D and D.
1: So, nice. speaking of which, are you ever going to do the D and D movie? Because I have seen that, and it is not good. Oh, which one. The, either any of them, either of them, <laughs> all of them.
0: The the one that has um, uh, riff raff in it.
1: Yeah, that would probably be the <laughs> the best one to do. It's just a, yeah. a, we. I saw that in the theater, man. And uh, <laughs> Jeremy Irons just chewing on the scenery. Yep, that's
0: the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. riff raff as the king of the thieves guild. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not in theater, though. Oh no, yeah, we saw it because I think that came out when we were in high school. So yeah, we yeah, saw that probably. in the theater. We went out there. Yeah, mm, I want that money back.
2: <laughs>
0: nope, nope.
2: And with inflation, that's gotta with be inflation, pretty good. No, <laughs>
0: yeah. but yeah, I'm, like I'm looking at the lead actor in this movie, and man, how did this guy not go anywhere? Because like he's got, he's got a fr- he's got a fresh face look to him. He looks like yeah. he could be like a Carrie Elwes or. He, yeah, he could be, like, the poor man's Carrie Elwes.
1: He crawls his shot and just, nope.
2: Yeah, he kind of does resemble Carrie Ellis a little yeah. bit. Well, I mean, it's a little before The Princess Bride,
0: but still. Yeah. And again, that would be another movie that I would put, like, in that sort of pantheon. Not quite as much, but kind of in that tangent, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the guys that go somewhere career-wise, uh, you know, are, are Liam Neeson, who's in a minor role, and Hagrid. Nice. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean they they really great. did.
0: So um, the I'm looking at IMDB, uh yeah.
1: the, the the guy Ken Marshall. He was in yeah. uh he was in D Space Nine. Oh. oh was he really? Yep. Lieutenant Commander Michael Eddington. Okay. Nine uh, episodes. Oh. Yeah. Which is reasonably significant.
2: I recognize the name. I'd probably have to look at him. it's, it's been a little bit yeah. since I rewatched DS9. Ah, he,
0: I was in, he was also in Quantum Leap. And, uh, Jack Baywatch, and, Baywatch, <laughs> and Baywatch and oh, Baywatch don't forget yep. and Baywatch. Yeah. Yep. And before
1: this, he was in the TV miniseries, Marco Polo. Yeah. As, Marco As Marco Polo. Polo. Yeah. So yeah. this was it, man. He was Marco Polo. He's like, all right, I'm gonna make a fantasy action yeah. movie, show off my rugged good looks. And it's going to be great. It was not because he
0: did not work for five years after that, it appears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. Um And he has not worked since what, like 2003, I think it said. Yep. Something the like district.
1: that. Yeah. He, w- he was bartender on the district.
0: Uh, but uh, uh, so I will let uh, Krista go ahead and read the IMDB, uh, the very brief description <laughs> of this movie.
2: A ship of companions set out to rescue his bride from a fortress of alien invaders who have arrived on their home planet. It's not very descriptive. No,
0: it really isn't. <laughs> like. The elevator spiel of one floor. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, it apparently did have the first full-body animatronic suit. Oh, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, as the, as the alien villain. Maybe that's why it gets Dark Crystal comparisons. I don't know, possibly.
2: Maybe, yeah.
0: yeah. Um Like, some of the actual, like, technical stuff they did on this movie is actually fairly impressive. But um, it also has, like, some Lord of the Ring, um not ties, but people have compared it to that, that they borrowed some stuff. Um, there's a big conflict with the giant spider and things like that. There is a giant, you know, the villain has a a big, you know, floaty eye, I guess at one point. And people said, Oh, well, you know, you got that from Lord of the Rings and yeah, uh, quite. Yeah. They're trying to get to a a magic castle. Aren't we all though? Really Uh, trying to get to a magic castle. Yeah, I guess so. Magic castle of the heart, man. Maybe
1: the magic castle was the friends that we made along the way.
0: Eh. Oh. this movie does have a six point one rating on uh, IMDb, so you know.
1: Yeah, the forty five <laughs>
0: Metascore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it like the, the if I remember right, the way this movie actually does play out is very sort of D and D quest like, where like you mm-hmm. have to you know. The, there's the initial conflict and in order to deal with the problem they have to go on a quest to get the magic weapon and then he's got to collect some companions you know along the way mm-hmm. and then he's got to build his party mm-hmm. and then he's got to go and get to the castle that keeps moving around every day and it's it's very D&D plotline ish so. the
2: castle that moves around sounds like um, Dragonlance oh yeah the,
0: yeah. the woods, the mages yeah. so uh, I think that's, that's mostly what I've got uh, you guys got anything?
1: Oh, again, nope. Again, I've never seen it, so I got yep. I got nothing to yep. add other than I'm um, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, okay. same.
1: But, uh, well. Intrigued, terrified. <laughs> Lots of emotions, really.
0: I did I did rewatch the trailer and I forgot how much Vaseline is on the lens for this movie. <laughs> 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 You'll see okay. what I mean. Uh, Ruined their lens. E- everything is very hazy in this movie visually. Dreamlike. <laughs> Kind they of, just, yeah. They couldn't
2: figure out, they put it on and then they couldn't figure out how to get it off. Yeah, right. well, this is how, uh, we're this shooting is how the now. movie
0: is now. This, this is yeah. our life now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we are going to go into the movie lounge and screen Crawl. Uh, Adam, I assume, is going to be in the Adam cave. Yep. Uh, we are going world. to All see him, how uh, simultaneously <laughs> doing this works out, and we'll be back in just a bit. And that was Crawl. Yes, it was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I've never seen it. Did well, not. We have now. Really familiar. Yeah. And it's epic soundtrack.
1: Yeah. Epic, poorly placed soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Totally inappropriate yeah. until the very end. Yep.
2: Yeah. I think the internet said it was noted for its soundtrack.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was good. Like oh the the credit crawl at the beginning, that was the right time for that. But then they used it like five times in
0: increasingly yeah. unlikely
1: places.
2: Yeah.
0: And I, I kind of felt that movie like didn't know what it wanted to be at times.
2: Yeah, I agree. D D, clearly, it wanted to be D. Oh yeah,
0: definitely was D D. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: from just the, the messing around to things not going as smoothly as planned, especially <laughs> in the end. Like I'll like watch their
2: roles. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think that was my favorite part where it's like they tried stuff and they were desperate at certain times and and it didn't quite go off seamlessly or without a hitch. And it was the most real part of the movie. Like when they're trying yeah. to catch the fire horses and when they're trying to go down there and save the kid out of the castle. Like those were yeah. some good moments.
2: Yeah. And then they, they
1: killed Liam Neeson. Yes. <laughs> and Hagrid. Bad. And Hagrid. Hagrid didn't even make it inside the friggin' castle. Nope. <laughs> Mustache Hagrid, I feel for you, man.
2: <laughs> Real the twist about Hagrid.
0: About Hagrid? Oh, that he was he was dubbed. Which I knew the princess was dubbed. I didn't realize that he was dubbed because it Apparently, sounded like him. It, so- it sounded it like him. According to Wikipedia, he was dubbed as well. Huh. Huh. So I, I like I, I did read about the explanation as to why she was dubbed, and it was because like the entire cast for the most part at the time anyway. We're all unknown British actors. Um, a number of them were from the Royal Shakespeare Company. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, they were they were unknown actors. And so they thought that having an American actress would make it appeal to Americans. But I think the American actress is the one who does the dubbing. So I don't even know. Like, I don't I don't understand what the point of that was.
2: Maybe that's why they dubbed her is because the actress wasn't. American.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But why only yeah, one person Her
2: voice? by american actress Lindsay cruz as the producers wanted the princess to have a more mature sounding
1: voice
0: ah okay the voice
2: fit her dubbed
1: and they dubbed Hagrid. i don't yeah it's right there on the imd page db page yeah it's weird right was it for the whole movie because it certainly sounded like him
2: Uh, yeah i agree it sounded like him
1: It's weird maybe maybe that's like uh like he's i mean, i think uh, robbie coltrane is scottish maybe he's like had he's done work over the last 40 years to lessen his accent
0: oh and that's he, possible if his and accent maybe, yeah because yeah. this had maybe. to be like an early acting gig for like most of these yeah guys
1: it, yeah because it says the guy who dubbed him was english okay Either that or we've been living a lie this whole time and the same guy has been dubbing Robbie Coltrane, <laughs>
0: Coltrane for, for
1: the entire Harry en- Potter.
0: That's We don't even know what he sounds like. It's just that so, guy. So what you're saying is Singing in the Rain was really about Robbie Coltrane's career. It's entirely possible, yes. Where he's just got some contracted person who you are not allowed to know their name. They cannot mm-hmm. reveal that they have been dubbing him this whole time. Oh, yeah, Either
1: that or Coltrane like looked back at Krull's like, this is the voice. This is the voice I'm going to learn to use for Hagrid because that's what he's. Or
0: doing. that, or or like some, you know, there was some um, casting director who didn't know that he was dubbed and wanted him to do that oh, voice man. in his next movie, and so he had to learn how to fucking do it.
1: And just he's done yeah, it for years. That. He's been living yeah. a lie. Yeah. Oh my word. Poor Robbie Coltrane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fun fact. Side note. Talking about sound and music. My one of my favorite factoids about that is the. The scene where you actually see um, the other girl dubbing over the main actress, she is also being dubbed by the <laughs> by the actual actress by by the <laughs> by, by the lady with the high squeaky voice. The high squeaky yeah. voice lady has an amazing singing and speaking voice, and that's why she can do the high squeaky voice. And so, literally, she is dubbing somebody who is supposed to be dubbing her. It's <laughs> it's wow. really
0: awesome. Yeah, it's that's meta. Wow. Yeah, it's super meta, and I love it.
2: Wow, that's wonderful.
0: Um, so, so I guess, yeah. What is this movie about for anyone who has not watched along with us?
1: Oh. Oh. I mean, Do you want to take this one, Krista, or
2: oh, <laughs> there was <laughs> fire coming out of water, which
0: is yep important. Mm-hmm. It's the wedi- It's whatever their planet's wedding ceremony is. Oh yeah, that was good. I mean, I, I like that little weird.
1: Uh, world building thing but then it got all yeah. mystical and i'm like oh okay there's something else going on here
2: well As, I, mean, I think pulling fire out of water is pretty mystical well
1: you no, know, i mean I, originally it was just like this i'm a, put out this flame and it will only be lit again by the person who is my bride that's like okay that's no different than you know breaking some glass under your feet at a wedding or circling around yeah. the altar three times it's a neat little sort of detail that Different cultures will have. But then of course 80s hair Rhonda just dips into the water <laughs> and pulls it out and it's on fire. And it's like, oh, okay, they have magic power, sort of, which yeah. never comes into play again until the very end.
2: I was wondering how they were gonna do that when he's like, Oh my you know, the person I'm who will be my wife will pull the fire out. I'm like, How? Oh no, that she literally yeah, Okay. She's gonna do it.
1: Yeah. I just thought yeah. she was gonna light it back up, just be like
2: Yeah, something just,
1: just, it just—it wasn't water; it was oil it's or something. She just gets one of those tiny up. candles. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know they—they they put a—that a, would be a cool little uh, world-building cultural artifact. Where it's like they like keep the flame and they put it somewhere and they never let it go out, or yeah. it's a symbol of their bond. You know, it—that's that, cool. Uh, except that then it just turns out to be a plot Deus ex Machina flamethrower. Uh, that that can blow through castle walls and kill eldritch abominations and castle walls that might
0: also be the beast itself we don't know
1: it was yeah it was sort of confusing so I did
2: think that it came back later yeah like that actually it wasn't just a neat little quirk of their society
1: yeah (laughs) okay I mean yes yeah, it, that was, that was nice that they, that that was the Chekhov's gun, not the, right. not the friggin' not the glaive. glaive. Like, the glaive wasn't Which really was, even that
0: important the entire time. No, it wasn't. Like, the fact that it is, like, on all the movie posters and shit, and that's, <laughs> when you think of this movie, that's what you think of, is the glaive. Which not isn't a glaive. I've just, not a glaive! Not a glaive! <laughs> not a glaive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's
2: chakram, like a, or yeah. a
0: throwing star. Uh, it's, it's just his psychi- psychically connected, yeah, chakram thing. Yeah. Ugh. Uh,
1: so the plot, as I could discern it, was that yes, the there was going to be a wedding between protagonist and damsel in distress, uh, whose names I cannot even remember. Which is how awesome this movie was. I don't
0: remember his name. Her name was Elania. Lissa. So no, oh, Lissa, because that's
1: right, it was the same as the Spider Lady.
2: Yeah, which I didn't understand until the end when he repeats the prophecy. Yeah, he repeats it with an, ancient,
0: <laughs> an name. ancient name. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, we're oh, old. Oh, okay. Which I feel is kind of, yeah, insulting to the spider woman. Well, he was Uh-oh. called the old one.
1: That's, yeah, true. that's true. He just didn't, they didn't hold him up as much. Like, I got the impression that they were both, like, really old. Yeah, yeah. I got the impression that they were, like, supposed to be ancient. So, yeah, the plot is that, that they, they're supposed to get married. And because of a prophecy and also to unite the kingdoms to fight against the invading beast in his dub, uh, the Black Castle, which is not black in any way, shape or form.
2: No, no, it was not really a castle. Like, it am just, I aliens invading from space? Yes, yeah.
1: and these like
2: some medieval peoples,
0: yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of a technology versus magic sort of scenario. Except that the beasts yeah. have magic too. I mean, I
1: guess it could be just sufficiently advanced technology, <laughs> but
0: at that, point, uh, he just yeah. had pheromones that made you trip balls. I think is what it was.
1: Oh, they're all just in like yeah. three rooms the whole time, wandering <laughs> around like, oh, I yeah. got
0: a chakra. <laughs> Ah, being stabbed <laughs> with
1: spikes. Uh, ah, Liam Neeson, no.
2: His death scene was terrible.
1: It no, was not good. Bad. Not great last words. No, this is where I lay. And that, that was it. I was like, okay, follow up. Follow up. Give me a good line. <laughs> don't. Don't tell my, tell my wives. My wives. I said hello. <laughs> Liam Neeson with the seven to eight wives, according to this. <laughs> he doesn't even remember.
0: Yep. That's eh, seven or eight.
2: He's a traveling man.
0: Yeah, yeah. one or two oh. of them just looked very similar. He wasn't sure if it was the same person or, or you know, she just got a different haircut or what. Yep, he might have married somebody else. Ah. Yeah. Is
1: that your sister? or Was that you? I don't know anymore. Get over here, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. So obviously, the beast attacks with his. There were stormtroopers, except that they were just like little squids in robot armor.
0: Yeah, they were like cuttlefish. Yeah?
1: <laughs> they, they, that kind of also reminds me, we were talking about this is the comparison between this and the Dark Crystal. And they're kind of like the the big shelled scary things the Skexies have. You know, the ones that fall apart when they get defeated? They look like, oh, yeah. like the like, like giant that. crab things. Like, maybe that's another comparison where it's like because they, they, mm-hmm. they were bipeds. Mm-hmm. They were sort of, you know, humanoid formed, but when they got killed, they just fell apart and some we got like two frames of some gooey thing slipping into the earth. Okay. Um, I mean that's I guess.
2: Yeah. And in the very the opening sequence where he's giving the prophecy that was really dark, and I was like, Well, I guess that aesthetic is kind of cool. Yeah. But then the rest of the movie is fairly bright.
1: Yeah. It's
0: Pretty it's, colorful. It's full of it's full of
1: well lit vistas. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Well lit <laughs> yeah. really far back shots. Yeah. Just <laughs> Just sometimes, like, you don't even know what's happening until, like, 60 seconds into the to the shot because it takes that long for some a tiny speck of movement somewhere in the upper left corner of the screen to go, <laughs> oh, there's somebody moving up those rocks. This is 30, yeah. 20, not 30 minutes. At one you couldn't
0: find where the prince was? Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you give us one shot of a guy climbing up. And I get that they don't have the technology in 83 to do the you know, pan around thing. But just give us one distant shot, if you have to, of him climbing up the thing. And sure, have the scene with the, the landslide if you need to. But then
0: otherwise, I don't need the rest of it. I don't need you to do yeah. that for six minutes. Where, where his his tactic yeah. to avoid the landslide was just to play dead? Yep. <laughs>
2: well, like, I totally expected there to be a monster up there that was throwing the rock.
0: Yeah, like mm-hmm. it looked like
2: the rocks were being thrown at him because they probably were.
0: Yeah, no, no, arbitrary no. rock slide. Just this
1: happens. You're in a mountain for climbing a mountain, there will be a rock slide. Yeah, and I know this mm-hmm. from every Legend of Zelda game I've ever played. <laughs> that's true. No, it's just that's just
0: one of the hazards you face. But uh, yeah, so so you know he the entire. The, like basically the entirety of both royal courts that these that the prince and princess are from gets slaughtered by the beast. Yep, because of the terrible uh, boomerang
1: door.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: interesting way of closing that door. Yeah, the, the, the sort of a rotating, I don't even know how to describe, like the bar on a door. It was just a boomerang shape. And so they didn't yeah. pick it up. They just rotated it out of the way and had to hold it up <laughs> while you're opening the door. Yeah, Which means it's not particularly heavy. So it
0: means it's not Andor, a great... man It was like six was probably... people. <laughs> um, and and the prince is revived by the old one mm-hmm. that old, he, he didn't look that old. He had some, yeah, like, had some mutton chops. Yeah, were they mutton chops? They're more like a, an
1: over a zealous uh Hulk Hogan,
0: muscle. uh, maybe <laughs> they were kind of Van Buren ish. I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and is told that in order to you know rescue his bride and defeat the beast, mm-hmm. he needs to go and get the, the glaive, which will only uh respond to the right man. Yeah. How did he know all of that? I have no idea. Because
1: he's the old one. He's the wise old man who's got magic, except we never saw him use magic. No. He was all wise and shit. Was he like trying to find the glaive this whole time? I, I'm pretty sure he was just the prince's fixer. He's just a wise old man who knew the prophecy and didn't like the beast, I guess. Ah. Uh, uh, and
2: he talks he, shit
1: to the prince too. He does. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Like, up and is surrounded by dead bodies. He's just like, "What the fuck just happened? Oh my god!" And the old one is like, "Man up,
1: boy. Get yeah, man out. up. Time to go find a chakram." So I'm looking at the time codes, and the climbing of the mountains takes only takes uh, like three minutes and twenty seconds. However, <laughs> that's, that's a long time. And yeah. to be, and again, to be fair, I'm pretty sure this first twenty minutes or so is sped up in some yeah. places.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can I can imagine like those scenes were were majestic on the big screen. Like, Probably. But that's like four minutes yeah.
2: of just him hopping rocks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They, uh,
1: they start going up the mountain at, at 1545 and fast forwarding at the 18 minute <laughs> mark. And he enters the cave around 1845. So, yeah, three minutes, three uh-huh. minutes of him climbing a mountain.
0: At least we did have to watch uh, him climb back down. That's fair. True. That would have been hilarious, though. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Ha. Just leaping from rock to rock. <laughs> yeah, so he he's told he's got to go and get the glaive to fight the beast with, mm-hmm. um, which is this, like, and, and I did see people compare this to, like, you know Arthurian legend kind of thing. Yeah, where... yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what? It. Why the believe is up there? Where it came from? Who made it? Uh, it's just yeah. a thing that's up there yeah. for some it's, reason, waiting for the right visible. man. Yeah, yeah. apparently for the, you just got to be able to shove it. your hand in some lava. Yeah,
1: waiting for knockoff Benedict Cumberbatch, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the, there were a couple scenes. He really did, it really did look like him. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm pretty
0: Charlie sure Shaw. this was not the guy who was in the 1980s Doctor Strange movie. I don't think that was in his uh, IMDb <laughs> page. But I, mean,
1: yeah, I don't. I think I would have noticed that.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, right. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. just time traveling, Benedict Cumberbatch
1: Yeah, this is one of the futures in which he doesn't defeat Thanos.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, he, he gets
1: the glaive, which is not a glaive. Nope. Not a glaive. And uh, what happens next? He got Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that's when we've had our first scene with um Lissa in the palace. She's in the eye, remember? Yes. It's like ah, oh, oh, she's weird. just yeah, it's just weird. The beast is starting his little long distance seduction thing it's not nearly it. as
0: good as tim curry yeah he's no. he's bad at seduction man yeah. He is not good at
1: this nope i mean he does not start off strong like the big play doesn't happen for like the i want to say the hour mark or so where he gives her a cool dress and a floating crown and a a fire hand that turns into a flower i mean everybody loves girls love but, yeah Flaming body his parts that eventually turn into flowers. That's that is his yeah. example
0: of his power that she could have, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's kind of a shit power. <laughs> like that's what you got, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's like cantrip level at most. That's not even yeah. Botched his roll. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is that is not like <laughs> even a third level spell. That's... Oh, I love that idea that he's this whole time trying to do this. He just keeps, but
1: he's got his own DM, and he's just botching roll after roll <laughs> trying to to so the princess. Like. yeah. I sort of say something romantic to her. What do you say? Power lasts forever. Love
0: is fleeting. Uh, okay. Uh, roll at disadvantage. <laughs> Turns out he was the bard this whole time. Ugh, His Ooh. charisma level's just real low. Yeah, just not a good
1: class choice. Not not min-maxing at all. Uh, but yeah, this whole movie, yeah. I don't think we've actually mentioned that. This whole movie is just like a D&D campaign. And... <laughs> It Honestly, so not like a not a terrible one. Like for a D anD D campaign, if this no, were people really. playing, this would be it. Was would be pretty standard. With oh geez, after <laughs> they get down off the mountain, they meet Ergo. Oh god. Oh
0: yeah.
2: Oh, how he Fucking showed up? He just go like shooting in there. He did. Yeah, he
0: like he had like a meteorite or something. His whole thing was that he tried to steal some guy's boysenberry pie. The guy mm-hmm. caught him, and he had to get out of there real fast and so he turned himself into like a comet and shot across the (laughs) landscape and landed in this lagoon that they were next to and that that was was how he entered this movie yep so weird and then he threatened to turn them into geese and turn himself into a goose turn
1: himself into a goose yeah real strong preliminary showing turning yourself into a comet Um, which again would have been real helpful when they were trying to travel to the dark palace or whatever the hell it was that's or
0: even trying to get into the window of, of the the castle when those guys were shooting at them. Like yeah. turn into a meteor and just blow those guys away. Great, yeah. super helpful.
1: Nope. That's a. I don't know. It was a magic item he had. I
0: don't know. He was the he, like, he was a girl burned up.
1: up. Yeah. Like everything he did, nothing else. The entire movie magical except for turn him polymorph himself. <laughs> Pretty much, but not into a shoot. Yeah, not into sheep, though. I mean, they're all sheep derivatives. All you <laughs> could do is turn yourself into a sheep in different shapes. So sometimes <laughs> yeah. it was a sheep shaped like a tiger. Sometimes it was a sheep shaped like a beagle puppy.
0: Yeah. yeah he because had three the- animals. That was basically it. Or he was a pig. Four animals. He was a, yeah, he was a pig. He was a goose. He was a puppy. He was a
1: tiger. I feel like, yeah. it, is there not another one? Yeah.
0: I don't know, I have this feeling like maybe those spells were all, like, one-off, and then once he used him, that scroll was gone. That yeah, makes sense. And uh, he could no longer be a tiger. That's why he waited to turn into the tiger, is what it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, I got one time. One time.
1: I got one tiger. That's it. It's one all the other animals
0: here. are crap, but I got one tiger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was kind of the standard. Ergo is kind of the standard, like, yeah, uh, magician who can't pull off his own spells. Yeah. 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 Incompetent wizard. Yeah. Sidekick, Yeah
2: because he couldn't be competent otherwise they might have won easier
0: right well this this movie does tick all of the uh uh stereotype boxes yep and like
1: i was saying when it happened this is a pretty standard you have the one pc who and you bring in another character and the other character is like you try to do the introduction and they just don't immediately immediately do not click they're like nope i'm just gonna go this way thanks and yep. so you have to throw another character, another threat in the in between them to make them uh join forces, which is the yeah. Cyclops. Who then becomes another DM
0: NPC, I'm gonna say, in
1: my right. metaphor.
2: A <laughs> like poor actor.
0: Oh, the Cyclops?
2: Yeah, because yeah. he couldn't
0: No, yeah. He could not. <laughs> that the... was that was good makeup though for the 80s. Like it really... that was impressive. Like the eye blinked and everything. Like yeah. Yeah. that was impressive. In,
1: except for like the continual um, vaseline on the uh, lens and um yeah i don't know Some i forget what it's called where they they sort of put shadows around the edges well
0: i think i think i think the version we watched had a filter over it to Uh. either keep youtube from flagging it or something oh yeah i i I wondered yeah i don't know either that or the entire thing was actually just from the perspective of the eye of the beast oh Yeah, it geez, did seem okay. to go
2: because there are certain parts that were like very bright, very colorful. The color was very intense. Yeah, and other parts were like kind of dark and faded, and the opposite of that. Yeah, a singular look to it, mm. which was sort of to its detriment, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, the, like the 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 sets for the castle were neat. Those sort of bone, like yeah. really weird, organic conch shell looking, mm-hmm. looked like an eighties
2: music
1: video. Yeah. And again, nothing there was no there was nothing that was black. Everything was very much sort of mother of pearl.
0: Yeah, uh, pinks and whites and
1: Although that pit that they were in at the end with the spikes, those were all that was kind of a
0: dark. Yeah, yeah. that was Which apparently uh according to IMDb, you can see one of the actors pulling the spike towards himself. <laughs> I commented on that. Oh, did you?
2: Yeah. yeah. I was like, way to direct that to your own stomach, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was
1: he was trying to fight it. It was just too strong. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then they meet Ergo, and then they wander around for a little while. No, wait. We we get another scene with Lyssa wandering through the castle, and then they get ambushed by the thieves with the the thief barbarians with the worst camouflage ever, bright yeah. orange,
0: and bright yellow, and reds, and
2: they can't have been very quiet either because they were manacled.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Um, this is when we meet uh, Robbie Coltrane
1: and yep. Liam Neeson. And Liam Neeson, neither of which are in charge of this group, which is why they all died. Yeah, right. Still okay. amazing. Best part of yeah. just not realizing it's Liam Neeson and and Pagrid right away. Le- Liam Neeson with the chin strap
0: beard. Oh
1: man, yeah. I swear he looks though. The same. I yeah. yeah, he's just Liam Neeson. I swear the the the, the bandit leader is really familiar though.
0: I thought too like, like I said He reminded me of the lead singer From the Scorpions They they were a German Like hair metal band From the 80s Well yeah
2: I know <laughs> yeah. But in my head They all look the same They're just blank faced dudes White dudes With big hair uh, Like most of the 80s metal bands Fair enough But yeah I, I don't know if I have seen him In something before Or
0: I think it's just one of just those things like Yeah Let me see if he was in anything else. I can't remember what his name was either this was I
2: think- three, So it's entirely possible I have seen him in a-
0: I think he's Torquil. Is he Torquil? I think yeah. so, and that's Alan Al- Armstrong. Armstrong. Okay. Oh, okay. You would have seen him in other things. Um, he was in The Mummy Returns. He was in Sleepy Hollow. Um, he was in Van Helsing. Yes,
2: I have definitely seen him. Uh, he was movies. in
0: Frontier, that movie, that show that we were watching with um, uh, the guy who played Aquaman. Um, was he in all these things? Oh, well, I'll, I'll uh, later. Frontier. He was the villain.
2: Okay, the guy in the wig.
0: Yes, he was in Dark Angel. He was in Penny Dreadful. He was in oh, Down wow. Abbey. Downton Abbey. He was Stowell. He was only in one episode of Downton oh, Abbey, I haven't seen that. One. He was in a movie called Lost Boys. B o b u o y s.
1: Wait, I def- know where I recognize him from. He's in Braveheart.
0: Okay, uh,
1: he's oh. one of the the. He's one of the other. Uh, I think one of the other Scottish lords. Okay.
0: He's yeah. He's Morne. Uh, he, he was in Bleak House. Oh that I've seen too. Let's see here. I just saw that
2: not that long ago. I got it from he's the in, library.
0: Uh, he's in a he sort of movie called Between the she- or in a TV series, excuse me, called Between the Sheets. Oh, yeah. Boom.
2: Oh. So yeah, I've <laughs> definitely seen him. I have seen most of those types. So I, I've
1: never heard of this movie before. Uh, but uh, he is also in a movie called Billy the Kid and the Green Bay's Vampire, 1987. <laughs> Maybe something for the future for a future
0: episode. Ooh. Just, uh, you know, he was also in okay. a MacGyver TV movie. All right. Oh. Yeah. So he's had a, a decent career. He's had a long and storied career. He's been <laughs> acting since like the easily the early seven. Uh, he's been acting since the sixties. Excuse me. He was Not born saying in he looked old. Forty six. Yeah.
2: When the actress who played um old Lissa was born. Okay. That was interesting. I looked up um her just because I I was trying to get the names of people. Yeah. Often, so I looked up. On Wikipedia, and they used something like 23 pieces to make that old makeup. And uh, she was briefly married to Rafe Fines. All right. First, cool. um, Alex Kingston to be with her, and she was like 20 years older than him. Wow. Fun little trivia.
0: Yeah. Jeez.
2: Yeah, she sounded like a fun lady. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like a lot of those, like, grand dames of, like, British acting are kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Because you hear the same, you know, the same story of, like, Helen Mirren, and you hear the same stories about, um, Judi Dench. Yeah. That that they're foul-mouthed and just give no shits. Mm-hmm. She seemed to be of that same,
2: uh, caliber. She's she's won several BAFTA awards. Okay. Which, so we wouldn't necessarily know her in America, but she does seem quite well-known yeah. in,
0: uh, so. And it does make sense if a lot of these actors were from the Royal Shakespeare company and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. they'd all be kind of in that yep. same grouping. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. that She seduced Ray Files
2: <laughs> 20 years, her junior.
0: Oh, see. There you go, Adam. There's your, uh, star Wars, uh, prequels, uh, connection. Oh, nice. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. That's what I, uh,
1: aside from Liam Neeson. Yeah.
2: Oh, no, it's a double connection. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Six degrees of star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I'm just reading about uh, Billy the Kid and Green Bay's Vampire, <laughs> which is a uh, about a, a cocky, cockney snooker player, Billy the Kid, who accepts the challenge of a grudge match from Maxwell Randall, the Green Bay's Vampire, six-time world champion, and the loser will never play snooker again.
0: So, so what you're saying is it's, it's Billy the Kid meets Dracula meets The Sting. Kind of, yeah. Or uh uh what's what's the other what's the other one where he's uh um uh fast Eddie Felsen, the the, the pool shark. Oh I don't know. I don't remember. Is that the that. color of money? Maybe. Might be, yeah. But anyways, it's back with, to uh, Krull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Krull. Yeah. <laughs> God. So we was it a movie watch. Watch. <laughs> Yeah, a movie
1: that we did watch that we were it trying to amazing. avoid talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Is uh yeah they meet the the bandits the thief barbarian people and those wicked axes those were pretty yeah, cool yeah that's why I don't think
0: they were rogues they had
1: some pretty nice axes no
0: back that's yeah. true yeah a rogue a rogue does not have the upper body strength to wield an axe like that mm-hmm. and they were in
1: the mountains yeah they were mountain rogues they were all escaped prisoners was the thing which was why yeah, yeah. Like, they decided to work for the king because it was like oh I'll set you free. Except so they,
0: at, the, at the end he appears to have forgotten that that guy was the king cuz he is I, once again surprised that he has the key. I think he didn't believe <laughs> him. Okay.
2: I don't think he told him he was the king. He was just like, "Oh, so and so is the only person that would have this key." Yeah. Gives yeah. him a meaningful look and Colin's just like, eh. I he thought he dressed as king, so
1: I thought the point was that he gave him the key and told him to keep it and so that he was going to be the he decided that this dude was going to be his lord high marshal. Oh, okay, that was what I thought was going on there. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> a terrible idea because this
0: dude got every one of his men killed. <laughs> so what you're saying is he was he was building a corrupt police force from the ground up. Yeah, basically he was uh,
1: applying sort of Darwinism to yeah, you know, <laughs> just like I want the most corrupt, but I, the most corrupt survivalist I can get and uh oh no there was one other guy the young kid the kid that he actually releases in that first scene I think yes. he, he wanted to sign but, up which
2: I thought it kind of strange like why did they join up with him
1: yeah like to, well, the God. DMPC made an impassioned speech Remember? yeah he, he was he like your children
0: will be, rest be rest. slaves as well to the beast yeah, which yeah. slave to the beast good heavy metal album title yeah oh absolutely yeah. <laughs> possibly by the scorpions I don't know yeah good
1: good playlist you got rain and blood uh <laughs> Um, Symphony of Destruction, <laughs> and Black Castle. Uh, yeah, at Black Castle. Uh, I think Crawl
0: would just the name would be a
1: good, uh, yeah, a good song yeah. title.
0: I would not be surprised if there is a metal band who does have a song about this movie <laughs> and some. <laughs> In some, no way would that shock me. And some
1: sweet Van Art to go with it. Oh man,
0: the fucking had the wrong soundtrack.
1: Yeah, Ditching kind of it, it, it,
0: it was very John Williams. Very. Mm-hmm. If it had metal music, though, that would have been so funny. <laughs> like I, I wanted I wanted like a, a 80s training montage with the glaive when he yeah. got it. That was yeah. too like a Eye of the Tiger or whatever the song is from Karate Kid. Something like that, where it's just him practicing with the glaive. The
1: glaive he wasn't yeah. allowed
0: to use the glaive. Cannot blow your glaive load early. No.
1: <laughs> Gotta wait till <laughs> you need it. Yeah, because otherwise you'll find out it's fucking useless. <laughs>
2: It cut a hole in a wall.
1: That's it fair. Did it cut a hole a in it wall. Was a and it was pretty good. that guy a couple of times. It was pretty good as a skill saw. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it another only took him like another three minutes yeah. to do that, but yeah. God, and she's just waiting there inside the thing while he's doing this. Yep. The- what is she gonna do at that point? She's just
2: like, oh, there's a thing ah.
0: coming through the wall. He does use it on on some of the some of the beasts mook's. Like on some of the white stormtrooper guys. He does guys. use it on the beast. Yeah, he does use it on the beast for a couple of times, and then makes the mistake of going to retrieve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was a terrible. Pl- like you just let the beast bleed out. Come on, man, yeah. leave it where leave it where it is. Let him bleed out.
1: I don't know because at that point, you, then you run away, and the beast is still alive. Uh, <laughs> he obviously didn't kill him, so I don't know what the deal was with that. Why he couldn't get it out all of a sudden? It was it was stuck in the beast. Like, I get that, but it cut through a friggin' bone wall. I think yeah. it really cut through something that it already previously had cut through. <laughs> We've already seen Chakram Beats Beast. Beast yeah. does not suddenly be, I mean, unless the, the beast achieved his final form in that moment.
2: <laughs> it was one of those, like, it served its purpose. Yeah. Now throw it the ser- thing.
1: It served its purpose no. of mildly inconveniencing the bad guy. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Destiny was fulfilled. <laughs> seventeen hit points was struck off of it. That's all it was good for. That's why he said don't use it early. It's only good for seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> see? It's got that's it. Yeah, okay. That's fair. It does a lot Maybe of damage it, like, to it's structures. Right? It's
2: magical shield.
1: I don't know. That's true. He did he did yeah. like dull it a lot by carving through that bone wall and then pointlessly knocking a bunch of boulders down. You remember that? We're skipping yeah, ahead a bit yeah. in the narrative, but yeah, yeah. It just, okay. but we had another sixty-second shot of him flinging, gesturing wildly at it as it hit a bunch of the lagmites and knocked them down, so that the giant two-story eldritch abomination beast couldn't get through the rocks of his own castle? Question mark.
0: I feel like it's one of those, like, it's one of those movie, you know, weapons or props that you remember a lot more fondly than you really should. Mm -hmm. like you like looking back at this movie you know you remember the glaive being a lot more awesome if you saw this movie as a kid and then you hadn't seen it for like 15 years yeah yeah but you ever are you
2: willing to forgive i guess because you're like okay the glaive is done oh it was love all along yeah but
0: like you yeah you don't remember that the glaive was actually pretty lame yeah like (laughs) they play it up they do Mm -hmm. yes they make oh, yeah. it more important than it is. He pulls it out of lava.
1: He's not allowed to use it. It sits there, double, triple strapped to his side, like it's like they're worried it's going to get away. And then, yes, he pulls it out the end. He, he skill saws his way through a wall, knocks down some rocks, and cuts the the, the giant mine flare like four times. And then Jump. that's it. The, yeah. the pumpkin man, yeah, pumpkin man with like he had lightning ball breath. I don't know. We're yeah. it ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Yeah, a couple of so, so bandits.
1: <laughs> yeah, the bandits. They join the because the old one says so. Basically. Yeah.
0: He used charm person on them. That's what it was. Okay. Okay, that's fair. He then only uses subtle magic. Swamp. was that the next thing? Uh, they went, uh, no, they went to go and retreat. They went to go and see the, the emerald priest or oh, whatever that guy right. was. The emerald seer. Lived in the Emerald City Cave.
1: Yeah, who, they went to Oz for a while. They, they met the they they brought the Cyclops into the party first, though.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Yes, right, The yeah. Cyclops okay. joins. So we learned who about is, his tragic story. Like a weird stalker, yeah. this whole time for no good reason. So yeah. so, he's a sad and solitary creature. Yeah. He, knows, he only knows the moment of his own death. Yeah, so he comes from a race of people who made a bargain with the beast in the past mm-hmm. at some point. So the beast does have a history on this planet. Or uh, maybe he's,
1: maybe there's just more space travel than we have been led to see.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, and the bargain that they made is that their entire race would give up one of their eyes in order to be able to see the future. Mm-hmm. But the beast plays them. And the only part of the future that each of them can see is the moment of their own death.
2: What did these do with their eyes? Like, I don't what, know. What, what, did the beast what did he have with the eye? <sighs>
0: I don't Maybe know. Care. I don't know. I'll fuck with these guys. The sure. beast yeah. is just one gigantic monkey's paw. I guess. Like.
2: Yeah, that is. I mean, it's like a cool little quirk of a race that they could have played up more.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's also weird because, like, why did the beast care?
0: Yeah. I don't know. He's he just fucking with them. I but mean, have just gotten off on other people's suffering. God yeah, only knows. Yeah,
1: he's an eldritch abomination of some kind. Yeah. Or. Or the market for eyes is pretty good, you know, like 10, <laughs> yeah. ten grand an eye. Yeah, yeah, He just has to take him to another planet, is what yeah. it is. It's... Yeah, he just moves him. He's got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that uh, dark fortress isn't fort- going to build itself. So
2: where did the second eye go? They should look like us with one eye closed. Uh,
0: I, I assume that the beast also had flesh crafting. Mm, makes sense. The beast was actually Tsimisi. <laughs> Ooh, that makes, <laughs> that
1: makes a lot of sense considering <laughs> that castle. <laughs> oh. Hi the bone and the, yeah, at least there wasn't like any fleshy bits. That's, yeah. that. I, I draw the line at that. Like flesh walls, <laughs> me and flesh walls do not get along. Uh, Ugh. Anyway, they go to the Emerald City.
0: Uh, yeah, where they meet the Emerald Seer in this cave full of emeralds, which the thieves immediately go after. Yeah. Yeah, because they're emeralds and they're thieves. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah.
1: He's a blind dude with a bunch of emeralds. Of course you go after him. Yeah. Um, think the kid's gonna stop him? Yeah,
0: um, yeah. The yeah, the seer has a a kid uh, uh, <laughs> helper, Titch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is his? Yeah, assistant because cause he's blind and he tries to see where the the black castle is going to appear next because it can, it moves at dawn. Yeah. It disappears mm-hmm. from one place and appears in another place so that you can't attack it.
1: Why okay. it didn't just go up into the frigging you know upper atmosphere? I don't know because they can. Yeah, die.
0: I don't know. Yeah whatever they they the emerald seer tries to see where the castle's going to show up next and his the emerald that he sees in which spins around in front of him uh is immediately shattered by the beast's psychic manifestation or whatever mm-hmm. yeah and so he he tells them well I can't see it but there's one place that we can go where the beast can't see what we're doing and we have to go to uh the swamp the swamp yeah yeah
1: it was like i don't forget what he called it, like the emerald isle or the emerald temple or something emerald
0: yeah whatever it was yeah um at which point yeah they go into the swamp a bunch of people die when the beast turns the ground to quicksand i think it's just the one guy i think everybody was, else gets out well everybody else gets out and then he he doppelgangers the priest oh that's right yeah that's he right. doppelgangers the emerald so two here. people no and and throws him into, like, chokes him out, throws him into the into the swamp.
2: That actually surprised me. I didn't.
0: Yeah, like the Emerald Seer does not make it more than one scene. That's it. The, uh, yep. Two scenes. Two scenes. Two scenes. Two scenes.
2: Yeah, that that did take me by surprise. Honestly, that was a good
0: and
1: uh, that was a good little maneuver. I liked that. Like, that was you know something that I, if I was DMing, that's a was a for a total dick move would do. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll distract you with his combat. Then D- doppelganger, you're the NPC you're supposed to be taking somewhere.
0: And he tries it twice because he does yeah, the same thing with he, the with the
1: yeah with the uh, girl with the girl, except that he I don't think that was a doppelganger. I think that, no, that, was, that was
0: actually somebody that he turned.
1: Yeah, or yeah. that was a doppelganger, but not like replacing somebody because she just even the characters in the scene were like ah she just showed up last week we don't know what her yeah.
0: deal is yeah her her village yeah. was burned
1: yeah yeah, yeah she no. was really controlled I think that. uh, I think this is the scene that I decided that what this world needs right now, other than love, sweet love, is <laughs> um, is a, a haggard Liam Neeson buddy cop movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a thing that I didn't know I wanted, but I now get it. <laughs> so when um, major Hollywood producers are listening to this podcast, remember that you heard it here first. Liam Neeson, Robbie Coltrane, buddy cop movie. <laughs> I mean, they don't even have to be cops. Just buddies, uh, have an adventure, fighting fighting evil maybe. I don't, uh, you know, or even a slice of life sort of except, drama. Except that
0: it's actually just the actors. They're not playing characters. It's just them. I would be cool with that too. Liam Neeson, Robbie Coltrane
1: just hanging out. Kind of like a, a younger uh, Sir Ian and Sir Patrick kind of situation. Yeah,
0: there we go. Yeah, either that or it's, it's, it's Robbie Coltrane playing Hagrid and Liam Neeson playing his character from Taken. <laughs> they're just
1: in a shared universe and they're trying so it's it's a post uh either post harry potter or somewhere in the in between the books where somebody's kidnapped harry and so <laughs> hagrid and friggin liam neeson are on a quest give me back my wizard
0: and hagrid's not like hagrid is just appalled that he just keeps shooting people
1: <laughs> shouldn't have done that shouldn't have done that
0: <laughs> there will be no hearing no one to it from the ministry. <laughs> well, that's what it is, is. Hagrid can't tell the ministry that he lost Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so he's been, yes, no. Yes,
1: this happens before he even gets delivered on Privet Drive. It's like he loses the baby and he needs to find Liam. Liam Neeson and him need to go and find frigging baby Harry Potter. And they have to weave in and out of Muggle and, and Magical Society. Oh, uh, This is right to self. Like...
0: It's just, it's just Hagrid covering up Liam Neeson's body count.
1: Yep. Uh, now, yep. With his umbrella, his little pink umbrella. Oh, there's another one. I'll try and figure him into a toad. I will. He's
0: just, uh, he's just feeding body parts to the hippogriff. Yep. <laughs> oh.
1: hippogriffs a sturdy beast, but you gotta feed him a lot of meat.
0: Oh, it's got a taste for human now. <laughs> yep, cut,
1: cut. Yep, should not done that. Should not done it. I should not have done that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Krill.
0: <laughs> so. <Krull. laughs> oh. <it's a> Krull. <laughs> oh.
1: Anything but to keep talking about (laughs) crawl. Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) It wasn't even that bad. No, it was it is by far not the worst movie we've ever watched (laughs) on this show.
1: Uh. Okay, so the guy dies, and then the seer dies, and gets replaced by a doppelganger. And I'm sort of just right and left arrowing through the actual video again. So I think this is where we get the heartwarming. Like, oh, we shake hands with the Cyclops. and Join us. And maybe he didn't join them beforehand. I don't know. I don't really want to remember this more than I have to.
0: Uh, no, he did join them beforehand because this is when he the Cyclops comes charging. He discovers the body of the Seer. Oh, in, that's right, yeah. And he I, comes hauling ass, knocking full trees out of his way. That's right. <laughs> to go and save them by spearing the uh, doppelganger of the Seer.
1: Correct. The seer.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. He's Did just tear tearing
1: right? through the water.
0: That's right.
2: Swamp. He he. In that scene, he couldn't see because yeah. it full face mask. Um. So the other actors had to keep redirecting him so he wouldn't fall in. <laughs> God. And a few
0: times lap, he
1: lap, very No more laughs.
0: Well, I guess yeah. He's he is naturally a very tall human being. Like he's well over six feet. But they also had him on right like on lifts in his shoes to make him even taller. Yeah. So it couldn't have been easy for him to run in the first place. Like I know, um, yeah. So yeah, they he he offs the seer doppelganger who no who, the prince oh the prince does
2: stabs well, the seer yeah. that somehow doesn't kill him
0: oh okay. and then the uh, prince also
2: sees what's happening and stabs
0: him right uh-huh. and then l- his fate bubbles and does things. yeah he starts to kind of melt and then d- gets dumped in the swamp no he dives into
2: the ground or,
0: that's no. right yeah he just remember he gets, like, him, like swallowed. Like, yeah, that's what it was. It was
2: super weird.
0: Um and so the the old one says, well, there's one other place that we could go to find out the information that we need. We need to go and see my old lady. Yeah. <laughs> Dramatic turn, my ex. Done, yeah. done, done. And he's like
2: all scared and stuff. Yeah, the widow the widow out of the cause web. Cause yep. He was a douche and left her. He didn't know she was pregnant.
1: Yeah, we don't really know the situation. He
0: had duty apparently. I yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. Yeah, he had had other duty. I assume he was like the young. You know, he was he was old Liam Neeson. He you know he had like six other wives to look in on.
1: (laughs) Uh, While we're heading there, we get the uh, Ergo turns himself into a puppy scene for the kid.
2: Yeah, to make the kid happy. Yeah. Yeah kind of cute those two
1: were kind of cute
2: and
0: and adam's you know question later on like towards the end of this movie was wait a minute why do they even keep bringing this little kid along because the kid is like maybe 10 yep
2: they did kind of address it and i don't remember why i think because i think he was trying to serve in the seer's stead maybe he was being trained to be
0: the next seer or something because he Mm took the staff oh okay well, that was I figured because he was ten and because it, it was jingly. So yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's like it's like holding keys over a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I um, could
2: see them, you know, not wanting to leave him in the swamp.
0: But yeah, they could have left him with Liam Neeson's wives. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they go to uh, go to see the widow of the web. Cool. She was cool. That whole setup they
2: had for her. That was neat.
0: Yeah this was one of the scenes that people mentioned being like, you know, a, a knockoff of uh, Lord of the Rings that there's a giant spider they have to deal with. But
2: that's
1: not at all though. Cause it's no, completely, completely there was, different. The
2: mechanics were so
1: different. Yeah. See, and I thought that I thought that they were going to do pull the old, that the spider was the lady that like, that's what I assumed like, too. Yeah. She was yeah. like a spider poly, you know, a polymorph spider lady or a or drow. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, what it turned out to be, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a, honestly, it was a pretty good scene. Like, that was a pretty sort yeah. of emotional scene. I Again, the old one is kind of hamming it up pretty badly, but. Yeah. But no, it's an it interesting was, mechanic that.
2: And like, so him getting there. The spider couldn't get him until the timer ran out. Yes. Yeah,
0: so, mm-hmm. so so the widow of the web lives inside basically this big like spider web cocoon ball thing inside the middle of a spider web. And there is a giant spider in the cave that lives with her.
1: Mm-hmm. And if
0: you try to, if you go into the cave and step on the spider web, the chimes that are attached to the spider web will jingle and attract the spider. But she has yeah. an hourglass that will cause the spider to freeze as long as the sand is going through the hourglass. But then once the sand runs out, the spider can move again and she can only do this once. Can't keep flipping it over. No.
2: Yeah, like that mm. was a really cool mechanic. That was definitely not in The Hobbit. Right. No, like, I
0: that mean, was,
1: like yeah, that has absolutely nothing to do with, um, oh God, what's her name? Not Aragog, because that's Harry Potter. Shelob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, no, nothing not to enough. do with like this, this giant, like pale ghost spider, which is what's kind of cool looking for a spider. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was very Ray Harryhausen. Mm
1: hmm.
2: Yeah, I thought they did the spider very well because it was sort of delicate looking.
1: Yeah, again, I don't know what the point of the the bells was because it's not like spiders need normal spiders need bells to detect when things are on their webs. They just can friggin' sense the. Um, maybe it was for the the woman. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe because she wouldn't
0: necessarily. See. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. So yeah, the old one has to climb across the spider web, which is the... not nearly sticky enough. No. no to the old woman's cocoon thing to go and talk to her. Yep. And he just
2: barely makes it.
0: Yes. he just barely. barely. And she's going to let the spider eat him until he, he you know, uses her real name and she realizes that it's her ex. Mm-hmm. Her name was Lissa,
2: the same yep. as the princess. Yes. Yep. An Which becomes <laughs> name important-ish. Sorry, Yeah, then. it kind of does because she decides to help him because they share a name.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which I guess is a reason to do a thing. I mean, according to Batman versus Superman, a shit <laughs> name is the very important reason to do things just in general. Yeah. Why did you say that name? Martha. <laughs> uh, so my biggest question is is that like she said intimates that she was put here as a punishment for her crime.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so so who
1: did that? Uh, <sighs> No, it wasn't him. It wasn't old one because he didn't friggin' know. Yeah, he didn't know. Uh, I Did she do it I, to herself. I mean, that's I a great I,
0: I assume that it's like you know. It. I think it's kind of like in mage, where like okay. in mage, if you use too much magic, reality kind of snaps back and punishes you in some awful uh. way. So I assume it's the same thing that like because she has magic powers or whatever that like her offing her kid like kind of off balanced karma and so the universe snapped back and did this to her universe slapped back, and been back, like spider
2: uh, yeah something yeah it was i, I was surprised when because she said something about your son and he's like oh my god i had a son why didn't you tell me and she's like yeah i killed him yeah
1: like, you stay
0: around so i punished the only thing that was connected to you yeah that That's fucking hardcore. Yeah,
1: that's some some seriously hardcore parkour. Yeah,
2: she was one of my favorite characters because for she was only in there for yeah, like a few minutes, really. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. but her whole story effed up. Yeah, she
2: actually, and she
0: was pretty well developed. Yeah, Uh, yeah. But like this whole movie, like their society seems to have a preoccupation with fate and destiny, Mm -hmm. and so that doesn't surprise me that like yeah, her she she has. You know, she messed with fate or she messed with destiny or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, the and
1: spider webs it, being a, a generally yeah. a pretty good sort of allegory for that kind of yeah. the web of destiny. Now she is bound in the center of it. Can't read. yeah. That's That's an excellent read. And we the princess giving...
2: has her name, and the princess is destined to, you know, yes. the sun that's
0: going to take Ruled over the universe, universe or the galaxy um yeah just a galaxy not the whole universe, universe. Yes, yeah. like the prince and princess are tied are, are bound by destiny mm-hmm. the the widow of the web and the old one are kind of bound by destiny um, and the
2: widow of the web and the princess are bound by
0: destiny. right and so is the cyclops he's bound by because he knows his own death he knows what's yeah. gonna happen to him so and is then the he beast and so is the beast Yeah, so yeah, there's a very, there's, like, their whole society is very heavily oriented towards fatalism. Yep. And flamethrowers. And flamethrowers. (laughs) Flame fatalism. Yep. I like it. I'm on board. Fate throwers. Ooh. That sounds like an 80s cartoon, actually. I don't know why. I would watch that, at least an episode. (laughs) Fate throwers! I don't know
1: why it's uh, got, like, Beyblade Oh,
0: for it. It. I, 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 I can also see that being a D and D class where, like, you essentially have one type of spell, and it's to like you cast it on another character, and just accidentally something terrible happens to them. Like, it's not you. You know, you don't throw fireballs or some shit. It's just you make some kind of terrible accident befall somebody that is convenient to you. You got you got two two spells in every level, good
1: and bad, like yeah. good stuff. Bad stuff. It's just you don't know what's gonna happen, but it's gonna be bad or good. I like it.
2: The Cyclops character, I have to say, reminded me of Acton Star Crash. In that same yeah. fatalistic knew when it was his time, wasn't gonna fight it, was just gonna lay it out and die kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And and Acton also um, ended up defying his own death, didn't he? Uh he tried. Yeah. yeah. I think he ended up dying anyway, but Yes. But he died more heroically. Yes. Um, so yeah, they, they they he he gets the old one gets across to the widow of the web. He finds out that yeah, he had a son that she off the son to get mm-hmm. back at him, but she does tell him the information that he needs. Yeah, because so she knows that he can't get back across the web to deliver the information. The cool bit
1: also in there was that um, the whole uh, let me see you through, let me see myself through your eyes. Yeah. Um, and then she turned young again because cause he was still in love with her. I thought that was kind of cool, too. That it Again, that sort of echo, did echo the metaphor of love being more powerful than all this other stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then lasers. Yeah. <laughs> lasers. And
2: I thought her old makeup was really good. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. yeah. I, I had read that they used 23 prosthetics on her face to make
0: her look old. And I was like, oh, I want to see how that, this works
2: out. Oh, that works out lot. really well. That's really that's cool. A,
0: yeah, that's a lot of prosthetics.
2: Yeah, for one face, my goodness.
0: For, you know, a 10-minute scene in the movie, maybe.
2: Yeah. And it didn't look... I was thinking 20s through prosthetics, it was going to be very built
0: out, and it wasn't. It was pretty... No. Which, this movie does have a pretty massive cast for what it is. Like, there's a lot of characters in this movie. And
1: and excellent sort of technical... Like, technical stuff. Like, all these these set designs are huge in in scope. And really... Really really ornate um, and beautiful
2: yeah Just, I, I thought where the widow of the web was was really beautiful. I liked yeah. that
0: whole The only one I had a complaint about was at towards the very end when they're climbing up the outside of the black castle mm-hmm. the like the rock formations look kind of cornwall i i yeah, they looked like uh, I forget what the the rock
1: sort of formation is that does that that's sort of geometric in design,
0: yeah. They were yeah, too. They were the too kind of flat ones. and geometric and organized. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't a natural mountain; it was a spaceship mountain. But what no. did what did? That's true. That's fair. Yeah, I mean. so if,
2: maybe it was like some kind of
0: crystalline formation that made the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it was it Tokyo Disney or or Shanghai Disney that we were uh, watching the the thing about on YouTube where they made them redo the rocks because they were going to be too flat looking or they were not going to be natural looking enough?
1: Huh.
0: Yeah, it might have been Tokyo. Yeah, remember. we've been watching a lot of. Um, uh, Expedition theme park while well, we were in quarantine on YouTube, which is a great channel that tells you all about like theme park history and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, yeah, he he gets the information from the Widow of the Web and convinces her to um, essentially smash the hourglass. I don't think
2: he convinces her. She offers.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's like, okay. Huh? Yeah. He knew he needed the information,
1: didn't know how we to get back. And she's like, there is one way. Yeah. And there was the whole thing about why she could only turn it the once or twice because it was her life, basically, that was ticking away. With the oh. sand. And then she gave it to him and then it became, it became his life. Okay. Um
2: That was cool too. Like when she smashed it and then he took a handful of sand and had to carry it, and that was how he got the spider at bay. That was
1: yeah, that was a that was a cool scene and a cool mechanic and I, again, I think that this dude was a little hammy for my taste, but otherwise, just a great scene. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he manages to escape, and we get that last scene of the spider breaking into her cocoon because apparently the, the, the sand was the only thing that was keeping him away.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, the, the old one rushes back to down the mountain to the camp, <laughs> yells out where the black uh, castle is going to be, and then dies. Yep. Yeah. Dramatically. Dramatically.
2: I wasn't sure if it was because the sand ran out and it was part of the deal, or if he just had a heart attack.
0: No that that was okay. that was the deal. It was that his life would only last as long as he had the sand. Okay. That now he he labored under the same curse that she did. Which, but, yeah. I just break pocket? I don't know. He had that little bit of sand left. He'd accidentally wash his pants, and that would be the end of him. He didn't have but, pockets. None of them had pockets. No pockets. All they all had lady up. pants. Yeah.
1: They'll just strap shit to themselves. I mean, look at Ergo. I mean, the prince had those stripy, uh tights on. Yeah, yeah those, those are there are no pockets in those, man.
2: Yeah, there are no pockets in those pants. There's yeah, only
1: enough
0: room for him in there, let alone a pocket. Jeez. And <laughs> uh, the 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 you know uh, leader of the bandits with his like uh, dog collar full of ten penny nails. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like yeah, you I escape like from cop. prison. You escape from prison. Your first goal is like, I'm gonna get me. A nail
0: necklace. You're right. <laughs> yeah, like the costumes were actually pretty good in this. Like, um, so yeah, now they know where the black castle is, but they they are told that the only way to get that far that fast is to uh, get some fire horses. Yeah, because it's a thousand leagues away, <laughs> something like that. And yeah. somebody on IMDb did calculate like how fast you would have to go to get that far in a day or in the time that they go there. And it was something like the horses would have to be able to run 145 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah.
1: when Things can fly, man.
0: Yeah. So there's this whole scene of them. Yeah. um, They, for some reason, know exactly where fire horses are going to be running through. There's no real explanation for that. They just know, I guess, I don't know. Um, There were a lot of them. And they, and they go to get themselves some fire horses, which they very nearly fail at. They are not, they are (laughs) not rodeo guys. No, I get the feeling they were running out of budget at this point, so
1: they couldn't do a lot of takes, and they're just like, just get on the friggin' horses.
0: (laughs) I I did like the one horse that, like, the guy tries to grab it by the neck to calm the horse down, and the horse just picks him up and swings him around in circles. (laughs) That was friggin' Hagrid, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know which one of them it was. There was a lot going on in that scene. But they finally do manage to wrestle them some fire horses. Mm -hmm. there are big horses too there are are
1: Clydesdales they're Clydesdales yeah they're big horses beautiful horses horses. I know know you don't like horses but somebody here doesn't like horses but there were some pretty horses yeah neither one of us
0: really (laughs) likes horses (laughs) that's right horses scare the crap out of me they're big animals man Uh, yeah Clydesdales are not an yeah Clydesdales are definitely not a thing to mess with
1: oh yeah they're huge Um, oh yeah they but then the the Cyclops is like, No, I have to stay here because this is where I'm going to die. We get no other explanation about how that's going to happen or why. Yeah. Yeah. But just no. kind of disappointing. Right. I kinda of wanted to see like like you know, he he because he's gonna deny his own fate here and trade it for something much worse. And so I wanted to see how that would have been a good like an echoing metaphor, like he's gonna get hit by a rock here. Right. And so yeah. instead of getting hit by a rock and going unconscious just, and dying.
0: He's just going to eat the wrong mushroom while he's scavenging for food. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that just, was. Weird. That's when it reminded me of Acton. Yeah. especially. Nope, this is where it happens. I'm just going to lay down and die now.
0: Yep. Uh, well, and he warns them that yeah, if he doesn't accept his you know his his foreseen death, that it will only bring pain. Yeah. Which
1: it does. Yep. As he is slowly crushed to death by a door. Yeah. Uh so yeah, they ride the fire horses across the land. That was a pretty good shot. I liked. As much as I didn't like the, a lot of the big, like, wide-angle shots, the one where they are burning across the sky is a pretty good shot. I thought that was a yeah, pretty Yeah, cool that one. was.
2: The shots leading up to that, we could have done without. But. Yeah,
1: like the, the one where it's just somebody actually literally running over the ground isn't great. And, you know, I get that you're enjoying riding a, a flying horse, but don't stand up on it like an idiot. You're on a mission. <laughs> also, <laughs> They're, they're not. They're not ahead. coming in with stealth in mind. No. no, that's, again, not why they are not rogues. <laughs> again, though, why they got off the horses, why didn't they, because they had to go up, why didn't they just ride the horses up to the top of the tower, find a window, and then get in? Yeah, I mean, the horses were already on fire. I mean, yeah. I mean, we know fire beats rock. We'll get to that. Yeah, with, uh, right? Fire beats rock here. So, also, I don't quite understand, because then they start climbing up the mountain, and I don't quite get their panic, because... They're like, oh, we, basically nobody says it, but they're like, we got to get in there before the sun comes all the way up because the mountain's going to disappear. Yes, and yes, so
0: th- because they like if they're inside of the castle when the mountain disappears, they're going to go with it. Well, why wouldn't they go with it if they're on top of the mountain? I, I I assume it's just like GM's caveat. Okay, just just
1: just because I said so. Okay, but yeah, yeah we also have, have,
0: have to be inside the moving vehicle. When it leaves, otherwise you get thrown off. Yep. Okay. And then you're like several hundred feet in the air, and there's a mountain that used to be there that's not, and you fall to your yep. death.
2: Yep. So that makes sense to me because it's like a shell. Yeah. It doesn't it goes beyond, like covers yeah. the outside. It just is the the castle itself. Barbarians oh. fall. Everyone dies.
1: Yep. Well, <laughs> the only Hagrid. Hagrid dies out here. Yeah. Right. Because, because we have a new <laughs> uh, we have a new stormtrooper. We have the white one now.
0: Yes, we now have the elite, uh the elite uh, Slayer Slayer.
1: Yeah. Which is not very elite at all. It's just a different color.
0: Yeah. yeah and, like the slayers all sound like R2D2 getting electrocuted when, yeah, they,
1: when die. they die. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like they should have been able to better defend that castle. Like these guys
1: are awful.
0: Yeah. I mean, their heads are like eggs.
1: Yeah. They're just squids in mech suits, so. Yeah. And then, again, no one prepares for a giant spear-wielding Cyclops to show up. I mean, that's just not in the standard defensive strategy brief.
0: Yeah, so yeah, these guys all essentially get pinned down on the side of the castle slash mountain. And they kill Hagrid, the
1: bastards.
0: Yeah, yeah, Hagrid gets shot. uh, And they don't know what they're going to do. They think the castle's going to leave without them. And in rides uh, the Cyclops. On, on the last of the flaming horses mm-hmm. and spears the uh, guy in the window yep. and leads the charge up to the window, then holds the, the doors open because all yeah. of the openings inside this castle are all kind of automatic. Mm-hmm. So he holds it open long enough for everybody to get through, um, which uh, the prince is the first one through, and as soon as he gets through, he just stands there in the doorway. Like you do. Like you do.
1: Well, he's making sure that it's safe. He's clearing the, clearing the... Th- the, the the hallway. Yeah, right. Which does um, not do a good job of because somebody else gets shot again here somewhere.
0: The the few surviving uh party members here get through and then the cyclops gets crushed in the door. Yep. And that is the end of him.
1: Again, we, we only we only lost Hagrid. We lost Hagrid there. We lose Liam Neeson here in a minute or two. Yeah, we lost
0: yeah. we lost Nameless Guy and the Emerald Seer back in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then we lose. We lose we lost Hagrid. Him. Yeah, we lost the old one.
1: Uh then we lose yeah, we lose Hagrid, we lose Liam Neeson. Uh
0: then they get all separated. Uh yeah. We lose we lose whoever it is that gets impaled by the spike. Or that impales himself on the spike, whichever. Yeah, he's, he see move it towards his stomach. Yeah. Like very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they told them they needed a spike set that day. What do you want from these guys? Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Yep. No, so yeah.
0: Uh, the spike isn't moving. Uh,
1: Robbie, you, know, you can just grab that. Just just throw it in there. Uh, all right.
0: Apparently, like, one of the scenes of the outside of the, the castle, that like, there's, there's some torches that are on fire that you can see smoke coming from. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they reuse that in reverse. So the smoke is going towards the torches at one point in the movie. Oh, weird. That's weird. Yeah. I, I looked for it. I didn't catch it. So, yeah, they they get inside the uh, uh, castle, at which point they kind of all get separated because the floor starts quaking and opening up. Yeah. Um, and in between, like, a bunch of these scenes, there are scenes with the princess try- and the beast trying to seduce her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And failing. Failing. Really. He's bad yeah. at this. He's not uh, great. Uh, weird lizard guy. Just not not her bag, man.
1: Uh, there was a scene we kind of missed that didn't talk about when the the doppelganger... When we went and met Liam Neeson's wife, and he's one of them. Yeah, he sent another doppelganger to try and seduce the prince to kind of be like, "Hey, see your boyfriend's unfaithful. Just, just, just hang out with me." Does not work because love and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah her boyfriend uh, is actually faithful.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, then and then that's when the skill saw enters the game. It's, it's yes, right here. Yeah, it, so, well,
0: so so ergo the magician. <laughs> And uh, Titch, titch, yeah, titch. essentially fall through the floor, and the floor seals up behind them, so they're on their own. Titch turns into a tiger. The first or no, not, oh, not Titch? Uh, Ergo turns into a tiger. The first useful thing he's done in this entire damn movie. Yeah, <laughs> save the kid. He saved the little kid. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I guess he made the kid feel better. That was useful. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds- yeah. Um, the the barbarians get caught in a a spike trap. Like, in the room with the closing spikes.
1: Yeah, they just... I didn't know how that happened, and I'm looking back at it now, and I still don't know. Like, no, yeah. Like, the dude just leans against oh, the false no. wall, I think, and they all get sucked in.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, and then it's like a dungeon-type place.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, so, the, it's a spiky coming. version of the the trash
0: compactor from Star Wars. Yeah, yep. and, and there's a number of things in here that do kind of make me think of Star Wars. Yeah, Um. I mean, it clearly like with some of the, the alien stuff, they're kind of banking on. I think some of that Star Wars Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: I think um, a lot of I think that was kind of a staple of sci fi movies at the time. That's true.
0: Yeah. It's just that Star Wars is the one we all know. Yeah. Um. <coughs> yeah. Those guys get stuck in a pit trap. The prince is kind of left on his own and he uses the glaive to cut through the egg dome <laughs> thing that is trapping the princess.
2: And yeah. it takes
1: forever. Yeah. yeah. They cut back and forth to the spike pit like four and to and to her like four or five times,
0: <laughs> and she's just
1: in there waiting. Yeah, like she's what? Watching. Again, what are you going to do? Like what? I like I don't have a problem with her standing there waiting because the fuck is she going to do at this point?
0: But but at like, that dramatically point, react.
1: I well, and at no. that point,
0: like, I don't feel like you need to cut away to her. Yeah, exactly. No. Time at that point. Like cut to her once when you start cutting through the thing cut to her again when you're done cutting through the thing and the prince yep. comes through the wall. That's all you need. Yes. You get reaction to the noise
1: and then yeah. reaction to the boyfriend.
0: Yeah. So they are they are reunited. Um, she tells him that, oh, you can't fight the beast in the center of the castle. You gotta draw him out. Yeah. He's too powerful in the center of the castle for some reason. Yeah, Which she <laughs> does not do. He I just basically know. runs 20 feet in the other
1: direction and then fights him.
0: Right, yeah, he, yeah. Well, he he throws he throws the glaive and brings the rocks down to try and pin the beast in. Or to get the beast pissed off at him, I don't know what.
1: Yeah, I, I still don't understand what that was about.
0: Yeah. Um, magical glaive. Magical glaive. Reasons to use it, I guess. I don't know. He had this thing the whole movie, couldn't use it, and now he's mm-hmm. got it, got it out, out to use, he's got to get all the use out of it he can. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is about ten minutes worth
1: he's just showing off for his wife at that point look
0: at what I can do sweet clang clang he's doing like a Ron Popeil you know Vegematic kind of uh, commercial it slices and dices. oh it's like yeah okay show
1: you the power of the glaive <laughs> I've cut this cavern in
0: half yeah. it's like a Ginsu knife several Ginsu knives tied together several Ginsu knives <laughs> tied together would probably more be more effective than the actual thing
1: yeah <laughs> So then he, quote unquote, kills the beast and the glaive is stuck in the beast. And for some reason, he can't summon it back. He can't telepathically get it out of the beast for some reason, despite all his yearning looks and, and hand gestures.
2: Yeah, he looks so sad. He's like, Like, Come l- on.
0: like I said, he's got to wait 15 minutes between uses of the glaives to like
2: <laughs> pre- recharge.
0: <laughs> he let it smoke the cigarette, There is no little and- glaive
1: uh yeah, so then he because he wants his glaive back because it's so cool. I mean, it is. It's skill saw through a friggin' bone dungeon.
0: Uh, I like I said, I feel like this is like that that sort of not power gamer D and D player, you know, kind of thing. But but that D D player who gets fixated on like having one dumb weapon that is probably mm-hmm. underpowered for the campaign in the end.
1: Yep, it's like I got to go get it back. Had,
0: Thinks, it's, thinks that this is the coolest thing ever and has got to have it. It's
1: essential to his build, Greg.
0: Uh, apparently. <laughs> you can tell that we've all played enough D&D for this. So. Oh, yeah.
1: This is a pretty nerdy uh, conversation. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the best kind.
1: Yep. The best kind of conversation. <laughs> so, yeah. He goes in there and tries to pull it out. And the beast wakes up and chases after him. And that's when they realized that fire was the friendship they had along the way.
0: I don't know, yeah. Love
2: love.
1: Yeah,
0: the power of love is blowing fire from your hands. And she gives him the power, too. I thought that was great. Yeah. So they they essentially reenact the wedding ritual. She gives him the fire. Complete the wedding ritual. Or they complete the wedding ritual. She gives him the fire, and he shoots the fire from his palm, like Iron Man, you know, (laughs) style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and burns the beast to death. Yeah, with uh, a lot of fire. With a lot of fire. A lot of- There's
1: a tremendous amount of fire at the end there. Like, not just lit. Like he he can deflect the the beast. The beast has lightning ball breath for some reason, and yeah, he just just with fire. Just it is a kill it with fire moment.
0: Yeah. Um. At At which point, like the the guys in the spike pit are released. They reunite as he's, as the two of them are hauling ass out. You know, they realize that Ergo and Titch are not with them and they see blood and realize it's Ergo's. Somehow. Somehow. Some
1: reason. Ergo. <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> like, like... Somebody's bleeding. It's probably Ergo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. And Ergo, you know, did save the little kid as a tiger. Yep. You know, he did save Titch as a tiger. So I guess Titch is going to be his apprentice now. I don't even know. I think so. I think that's what that was. Yeah. The prince goes back for Ergo. Um, Pulls his ass out of the fire, uh, and t- and Titch along with him, and they they all book it out of the Black Castle as it floats back into space for some reason. Yeah, it
1: explodes, it breaks apart, and instead of collapsing, yes, it gets sucked into space, which was kind of cool to look yeah. at. No, yeah, so yeah. yeah. I
2: don't all I could think is, like, are those like the remaining guys fleeing? Like, those are their escape. Uh-huh. Okay, hey. I can I can accept that.
1: That's spaceship amazing. all
2: along. Yep, spaceship all. Along. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> we know that.
1: Oh yeah, he he breaks through the solid wall of the rock with his flamethrower. Don't forget yeah, with that.
0: His, with his flame fist. Yep, flaming fist. Um. Yeah. At which point, yeah, they it's all the escape. The fire and, of love. Yeah, the fire of love. That's the fire <laughs> of love. Da,
1: da, 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 da.
0: I like it. Yeah, then we get a lot of fireworks, it's been with a Huey Lewis song. Come on. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It's like um what is it? It's uh Solar Babies with Smokey Robinson at
0: the end. <laughs> That is on my list to do for this show.
1: Oh, it's it's worth it, man. <laughs> Mel Brooks's finest production.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, at, at which point yeah, they all escape the castle and you know, the prince and princess at least live ha- happily ever after the the Bandit barbarian is free, mm-hmm. and reminded that the guy is the king now. Yeah, and it's maybe gonna. Uh, yeah, I think it's a promotion. Ergo is still bleeding. Yeah, just er- Ergo
1: die. Ergo bleeds out in the next few minutes. I'm pretty sure <laughs> nobody is paying attention. Yeah, because it's fucking Ergo. <laughs> no, wait. I'm looking at the last scene again. He is walking away. He is walking, walking away. Yeah, tossling Titch's hair. So oh, yeah. okay. I think that's that's apprenticeship confirmed. Yeah, yeah. the that's poor man's Eric Idle. Yep. So yeah, of the of the dozen or so that were of, and eventually recruited, six walk away. Yeah,
0: man, this movie has a high body count. Oh yeah. Uh, and like, uh, like, it's, what's weird to me is you know they're supposed to be the rulers of these two kingdoms. At no point other than the the woman that the beast turned. And Liam Neeson's wife, do you see anybody who lives in any sort of like village or town or anything? Nope. Yeah. And they, they come out to them. Yeah, they come out to them. And like these, I mean, they travel across the country on fire horses and stuff. And they do a mm-hmm. lot of walking around. Yeah, seen, yeah. You would think They'd at some point village. they ran into civilization somewhere. Nope, yep. had no time for that. Got
1: chakras yeah. to throw.
2: I guess. You know that seven or eight, because Liam Neeson has seven or eight wives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's a traveling man, so clearly he's traveled somewhere. He's got unless some, unless oh. they're
1: all in the same village, and he's just really, really good at sneaking around.
2: Really just good.
0: the one village. He's, he's, just, he's just a DMD Mormon.
2: No, because he travels.
1: All of his eight wives live in the same house. Well, he's I got mean, to travel around to you know, knock on people's doors. Uh,
2: Have you not heard the song Traveling Man?
0: <laughs> oh, God
2: yeah I don't i mean I didn't hate the movie like and there there were parts that I thought were very very good and very smart yeah
0: mm-hmm. um, like i said, i think i think what what surprised me that you hadn't seen this movie is that like, I know you and your dad were both really into like this kind of stuff when you were growing up, and that like this struck me as a thing that you guys would have seen
2: usually we hate movies off of um h b o So if it wasn't on HBO, we
1: probably didn't see it. Okay, that's usually how we saw movies was HBO. So what I'm sort of like in retrospect thinking about, it's like I'm actually really surprised at how little we actually see of the prince, especially once they pick up the band, the all the other characters. I mean, you have that three minute segment of him climbing a mountain, but then like there's just a lot of it's not quite an ensemble cast thing, but because there's not a lot of dialogue, but.
0: You it see, the, you see the old one do almost more than the prince.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the cyclops more than the prince. Yeah, Hell, Hagrid took a bullet, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> the cyclops took like four or five.
1: Yeah, he was a fucking machine. And yeah. I wonder if that's what it is. It's kind of like he can defy his fate, but until he gets to that point where where he meets whatever the new fate is, he's kind of just invincible. Okay. I wonder yeah. I wonder if that was kind of the thing where it's like he knows this isn't going to kill him so he can do whatever the heck he
0: wants. Yeah. yeah. He knows uh, he gets squished by that wall. Yep. Which apparently like the inside of that wall was spandex and that's how they closed it on him. Oh, okay. Like the doorway okay. that, that the Cyclops gets crushed in. The sides were like a spandex material. So as it closed the spandex would just give nice. and encapsulate him that's yeah.
1: like that's it's great set, set building because i mean you know that they had to be walking across something that was shaped like a bone at some point like those weird yeah. at bone bridge like yeah. that's, they, don't, they don't have green screen shit back well then. They, they
0: did there was some stuff that was done with blue screens at the time okay um, and they're like you can tell that some of the backdrops are kind of painted and inserted mm-hmm. in yeah room. um like, in the castle and stuff like that, you can tell some of them. And I think even some of the outdoor stuff, where it's very flat in the background, mm-hmm. is painted.
2: When they're going through
0: trees and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the, the I mean, think about that,
1: like, dome thing at the end. Like, you're thinking, okay, yeah. this is just sort of painted on. and And, yeah. like, you don't even really see him carving into it. But then afterwards, when he goes in there to get his glaive... It's all in pieces. It's like those are pieces. Those are just yeah. pieces of something that they made. They're scattered about. And I'm like, oh, well, they they built a thing. Yeah. So you... yeah. So I'm I wow. do like
2: movies for that. Like, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of using CG for everything.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> when
2: you build everything you can. Something that is literally impossible for you to build, then you can use it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And most, and most was,
2: of
1: it, yeah.
0: most of it was yeah, practical effects. Uh, so to give you an idea, the budget on this movie was was an estimated forty seven million. Ooh. Wow! In nineteen eighty three dollars, its U S gross was uh, just under seventeen million.
1: Oh no!
0: <laughs> oh no! Its its budget was supposed to be half of that
2: because they flew everywhere around the world. Yeah. Uh, they flew to Italy and Spain. Yes. Yeah, and to got put all that, those mountain shots. Yeah.
1: Like in terms of uh inflation, that's about hundred and twenty-two million dollars today. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: it's opening ouch. weekend gross in the US was five million, like five and a half million. So like the entire rest of its run, it only made double what its opening weekend was.
1: What'd you say the final
0: number was? 14? Uh just under 17, it was sixteen nine.
1: Oof. Yeah, so yeah,
0: so yeah, it yeah.
1: made, it made uh, in today's dollars, it lost almost a hundred million dollars. Oof, that's yeah, that's brutal. That's why that's why that dude didn't work for another five years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so the the uh, the director actually did have a longer career. Um, Peter Yates was the director. Um, what else did he direct? He directed uh, both Stephen yeah, Bullitt. Yeah, uh, let's see here. What did he direct after? This? I mean, he was directing up till two thousand four. Um, uh, nothing I have ever heard of after this. Yeah, not Before really. It, he directed yeah Bullet. He directed the Friends of Eddie Coyle, which is a, a British like gangster film. The Hot Rock, which I've heard of. Um, is dumb title. Yeah, he directed a bunch of episodes of The Saint. Of uh, secret agent, which was the predecessor to the prisoner. Uh, bu- bu- bum. What else? Mother Jugs and Speed. Uh, what now? <laughs> Directed that apparently in
1: 1976. Oh, there's a comma there. Mother Jugs and Speed. Okay, yes. that looks like quality film right there. <laughs> Competition between privately owned Los Angeles, California ambulance companies is played for humor. That is the that's the line. Oh, it's yeah. got Bill Cosby in it. That's yeah, Bill Cosby, Raquel Welch, and Harvey Keitel. That's going to be a friggin'
0: <laughs> good. Uh, Lord. The writer, uh, Stanford Sherman. Uh, he was also the writer on Ice Pirates, which I have heard of. Yeah. I have not, but I really need to now. Uh, he, wrote, he wrote a number of the uh, 60s Batman series. He wrote sweet, for The Man's Uncle. Uh, that's mostly what he's known for, is those couple of things. Oh, and any, uh, any which way you can, the, the Clint Eastwood movie with the monkey, with the orangutan. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. Woof.
1: <laughs> I kind of want to see The Ice Pirates now. Like, this seems like a solid 80s <laughs> flick, too. And I feel like I've heard of it because of Greg. Maybe I don't think I've heard of it independently of you yeah. Yeah. In a distant future Scares of water, space pirates get caught After stealing ice from a spaceship They are sold to a princess looking for a dad He might have found a planet Abundant with water
0: Oh, um, Francesca Anise Who plays the Widow of the Web She is Lady Jessica in Dune Oh, oh okay. I did see that she was
2: in Dune oh. I
0: actually
1: investigate that Oh, I definitely have to watch Ice Pirates Now it's got Ron Perlman in it <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit, we gotta watch that. Oh, uh, man. She was also in Marvel. Well, of course she like was. Like all British actors. After who? Uh, not that I've seen, but she was in The Libertine with uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah? Where he gets syphilis and has the metal nose, yeah? She was in Tales from the Crypt. Uh, let's see what else she been in. Under the Cherry Moon, the Prince movie. Magnum P.I., Dune. Big Truck and Sister Claire, whatever that is. She played Sister Claire. As
1: opposed to Big Truck, which is what I thought she, she would be. Big
0: Truck, yep. <laughs> uh, she was in Madame Bovary. Oh, she amazing. was in A Pin to See the Peep Show, whatever that is. Oh. All right. Also, Ooh La La, which was a TV series. Oh, well. Man, The Pleasure Girls. I see
2: what kind of movie she liked to do. Uh, uh, but she posted The Saints Morn and Secret
0: Morn. Agent and Ghost Squad. Pretty. Good career. She started acting, acting in 1959 and was acting all the way up to, actually, this year, 2020. Really, well. Uh, she did two different series in 2020, Flesh and Blood and Bancroft. Well, yeah. good
2: for her. And I'm still impressed that she seduced Ray Fiennes away from his <laughs> wife, Alex Kingston. And I didn't know Ray Fiennes was married to Alex Kingston. That's kind of cool. They were married for four years before he got seduced away mm-hmm. by this older lady. Yeah, right. And then they were together 11 years before breaking up.
0: Uh, I'm looking also at uh, Lisette Anthony, who played uh, uh, who played uh, the princess,
2: not the voice, the actual person,
0: uh, the actual person. I think so yeah. weird. Um, weird. She's an actress and producer known for Dracula: Dead and Loving It. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, she was in the '90s version of Dark Shadows. Hmm. Uh, Angelique. Oh really? Uh-huh. Oh wow! She yeah, was she in really uh, Strippers vs. Werewolves. <laughs> nice excellent excellent movie i've, I've
1: never well, seen it but Forrow. uh
0: dark realm which i vaguely remember highlander the raven yeah Ooh, Nightman,
1: Nightman,
0: yeah dr jekyll and ms hyde interesting again tales from the crypt a lot of these actually she's like the third or fourth person i've looked at in this cast that was in a, a tales from the crypt episode
2: we don't usually find people that were in Tales from the Crypt.
0: She was in a depeche mode video. For the for the song I feel you. That is an interesting credit. Yeah. Oh, she was in Without a Clue. I love that movie.
2: She must have been young when she was in this movie.
0: Uh let's see. She was born in Something in Angelique in nineteen sixty three. So she was twenty years old. She was in a bunch of Brian Adams videos.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she actually did the whole French accent. In um, that version of Dark Shadows, the original, she didn't definitely did not. (laughs) She was from like Barbados or something, and had was very white and
0: blonde, and had an American accent. (laughs) Oh, Freddie Jones was one of the other um, highwaymen who I think is one of the guys in. Let's see, what was he in? I recognize him. What do I recognize him from? Uh, crap. Yeah, you really only saw the
2: four guys,
0: for the most part. Yeah, like there's a couple other the
2: kid and then Liam Neeson. Oh, he was also in Dune. <laughs> a few people, I think, were in were in Dune. Yeah, makes sense. It's another sci-fi fantasy kind of thing. around the same time, wasn't? No,
0: Freddie Jones was junior. That's that's the old one. Oh, he's the old one. Okay, gotcha. So he played Thufir Dune. Hawat in Dune. Okay. Which I'm currently reading right now, so oh. <laughs> that's why Dune jumps out at me. Have you Have you read it before, or are you, are you? I've never read it before. No, I'm going uh, oh, wow. through Dune right now. Just the the first
1: book, or yeah, 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 the first. Because the there's the first so book. there are so many of them, and like, it starts weird, <laughs> and then it gets weirder.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we have most of them. We have many
1: of them. Yeah, yeah. God Emperor is just a weird weird book.
0: Oh, he was in the satanic Rites of dracula which i think we have on dvd that was actually yeah, the I first think. movie we watched in our house yeah so yeah in, like interesting cast uh do okay for themselves some of them did very yeah. well yeah but uh yeah so so that was that, that was, was cruel that was
1: cruel that, yeah. yeah that was a, a series of events that were filmed and you know put into an order that was meant to tell
0: a story and it was it was very <laughs> on rails <laughs> yeah like yep it was very this leads to this leads to this leads to this. There is no like there's there's aside from the, the scenic, you know, scenic views, there's not a lot of fat on this movie. I um,
1: mean, there's those little bits with Ergo and the kid and the little aside about uh uh the Cyclops' sort of backstory and uh, But that's that to me is more character building. That's fleshing yeah. out Okay. Yeah, there, there is no like there are no sidetracks to just yeah. other unimportant things, which is you know, fair. I don't consider that necessarily a flaw of a movie that they pay attention to just stick to the narrative and they don't wander too much. Mm. And nothing is too easy for them. Oh no. no, like they're bad at stuff and I like that. That was one of my favorite parts was that Yeah. Like they try and do stuff and sometimes it's just they struggle. <laughs> they're going to succeed yeah. and then maybe they'll lose a dude but they struggle. Like, like the stuff with the horses, yeah, it does yeah. not really work out very well. And the whole yeah. scene where they're trying to escape the 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 bog that suddenly appears, like yeah, like they're they're struggling to drag everybody out of there, and then they go back they're, for that guy,
0: they're at best like third level characters, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> they got Definitely. one or two decent feats,-,
1: mm-hmm. they can only take a couple shots from like the <laughs> not even Haggard can take more than one shot from the laser staff,
2: yeah, I was shot with the laser, but they don't die right away, yeah. Not their name. They,
0: they don't talk, and then blah, yeah, they're dead. It's like, is it poisoned? What is? This? I don't know. And nobody, and you mentioned nobody ever picks up one of these damn laser staffs from the guys they kill. Yeah, no, just experiment uh, a little. And they sort of had vague knowledge that the beast existed, like they weren't entirely familiar with. Yeah, what the hell he was? Because he hadn't gotten to them yet. But they knew that like the beast was a problem. Before, like when they were getting married, that was part of why they were getting married. Yep. So they could unite these two kingdoms. Like everything they do is pretty sensible up to that point. I mm-hmm. thought it was really, really funny
2: that the dads
0: were so against the wedding. Right. They like they hated each other. Well, and it was Uh-oh. it was really interesting to me. I was telling Krista when we were watching it that it starts with the wedding. And that's usually mm-hmm. an end th- like when you yeah. th- you think about like Shakespearean comedy, you end with a wedding. Yeah. You never start with a wedding. That doesn't happen in a story. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: great. Right, um, Immediate Race where we kind of yeah uh, yeah.
0: and usually
1: the goal is like to get the girl to get the so you can get married and live halfway up or after whereas they get interrupted like right after the wedding yeah that that is unique you do not see that very often
0: yeah all right it was a unique movie all right netflix so crawl the series let's (laughs) Let's do it okay it's all you also an interesting note
1: classic D D party i didn't even think about it until just now as they're going into the swamps, they tie up their horses. They had all these horses. They were riding all over the place. Yeah. And I don't think we ever see them again. I You're think right. They, I think the horses <laughs> I are gone. Wonder
0: what happened to their horses when they went to get the fire horses? Like, did they just let those horses go free? What?
1: Maybe hold on. Maybe I'm forgetting. Like, no, I changed that. I take that back. They have their horses back after the swamp. They go into okay. the, the, the forest of unusual size.
2: Oh yes, you're right. Yeah, I I wonder where that was shot, because those trees were very big. Probably
1: redwood, maybe.
2: That was my thought. I don't know if it's I'm not um, sure.
1: Like or the what is it? Like the great the great sycamore forest. I don't know, yeah, I don't know where else you find trees that size in that kind of style. Right. Unless they're just props. Like these people had no made no bones about just building shit. So (laughs) that's true.
2: I see. I think that's why they had so much of those uh, big vistas on the mountains and things is because they're like, we're here. We're going to take advantage mm-hmm. and we're going to get all these crazy kind of shots because we can. And I think a lot of budget probably went to that. It certainly didn't go to the castle. No. They got to the castle and they're like, oh, our budget is not so great now. Scale it back a bit.
1: Yeah, they. Well, I mean, other than the, the 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 you know the all the people that were not really primaries, but you know the twelve or thirteen or so guys that were in the main group, like they had no actors. A couple a couple other extras for Liam Neeson's wife and friends.
2: Yeah,
0: white and yeah. other female character who was not Liam Neeson's wife. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of random. The, yeah, like know, there, it was there this are... girl. I don't know. She just showed up a week ago. Her village was burned or something. Yeah, like that was kind of.
1: Well, well, that was the point. Was that that she was the doppelganger? Like he, yeah,
2: yeah. Like they the, the
1: beast had some so foresight, foresight somehow that knew that they would be stopping by one of Liam Neeson's wives. He has yeah, seven don't or eight other plans. About this
0: at all? The
2: beast would be ahead of them a little bit.
0: Yeah, kind
2: of ready for. Him.
0: Like the beast's powers are despite the fact that he is giant, as far as we can tell, I don't know if that's a projection or what, because he seems to be different sizes at different times to me. Mm-hmm. Um he like his most of his powers are psychic in nature. He can
2: Yeah like he shattered project the, himself
0: and he you know. shattered
2: the seeing eyeglass. <laughs>
0: but I don't know if it was just like poor editing or what, but like when the when the prince throws the glaive at him he's he's like godzilla mm-hmm. size he's giant giant. but then when the prince goes to retrieve the glaive he's maybe 15 feet tall like he's big mm-hmm. but he's not godzilla big yeah but then when he gets up again he's back to being godzilla big and i don't know if this is like a thing where he's actually a smaller size and he's projecting to his enemies yeah. that he's a bigger um, size there
2: was something about that on wikipedia you'll have to look it up okay um but they they never wanted to fully show him because yeah. they want, wanted him to be like mysterious, know, mysterious, mysterious or something. Or like you couldn't tell. His he's kind of hallucinatory. Like, there, there was a specific reason they shot him that way. OK, to built this thing. Yeah. That it could emote. Uh, but they did do that on purpose. And I don't know if it was also to
0: show that he could he wasn't one set thing. Like, he yeah, was, which which is part of what makes me think, oh, is he also the castle? Like I thought mm-hmm. he
2: was the castle yeah. from the very beginning. He was the castle, and that's why it responds to them.
0: Yeah, as And they it, go like through. he is kind of like Lovecraftian, mm-hmm. you know. In, in yeah, he's he's very mind not... flayer looking with a big yeah. head oh. and kind of some sort of
1: teethy tentacly front.
0: Yeah, so like having these psionic powers that make you think he's one thing and he's totally something different would makes sense to me.
2: Well, and like, he looked like the prince, right, in that one scene? Oh, he did. oh my yeah. god. With the weird red eyes. The, yeah, uh, like the beast was not one thing.
1: Yeah. I just, I'm reading the, the Wikipedia page of just other references to Krull. I knew that like this, that somebody had mentioned something about some weirdness with Crawl being in World of Warcraft. And it, yeah, the the, the, the the glaive just apparently appears out of the lava. The lava in the tunnel preceding Anixia, one of the the big bosses from World of Warcraft. That's funny to me, because I'm that kind of nerd.
0: (laughs) I've never played Warcraft, so
1: World World of Warcraft. World
0: of Warcraft is
2: amazing and beautiful, and I kind of wish that I could still play it.
1: Don't give in.
2: (laughs) I, I had um, it was my boyfriend when I was had graduated college, so he was a year behind me, so he was still in school. I had graduated. Um, He almost failed his senior year because that was the year that wow came out. Oh, wow. And he just played it nonstop yep. and he wouldn't sign up for classes. It was the last day to sign up for classes. And I said, like, give me all of your stuff. I will sign you up for the classes that you want. And I signed him up for studies in verse. And he was so pissed. at <laughs> me. <laughs> but it was like studies in verse or studies in the novel were the two classes you could, you had to take to get our degree. And uh, verse was by far the easier one, but he was still pissed at me. <laughs> I was like, "Well, Beggers you were playing wow, yeah, exactly. You your classes, and yeah, he like hardly did his homework. He played wow like the entire senior. It's amazing he graduated. Honestly,
1: <laughs> it'll do that to you, man. It's like
0: crack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, he played wow in Second Life, and I was just that was his life. Oh, wow, was Second man. Life
0: really a thing you played though?"
2: I mean, kind of. Oh. Uh, he was into the darker side of it, so.
0: Oh. No, you don't. You yeah. really don't.
2: I didn't want to know.
0: Uh. <laughs> All right, so I think that probably wraps up most of Crawl. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: and several <laughs> other things.
0: <laughs> several <laughs> things. <laughs> several
1: <laughs> other plans and projects there, and just time. There were tangents. Tangents. <laughs> we learned a lot.
0: We did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a bad movie. Like I said, this this was one of like the yeah, for me like one of that pantheon of like eighties sword and sorcery fantasy movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we, so where do we put it on the guano scale? One being totally normal movie, five being completely like uh, nonsensical. I would put it in the middle. In the middle. Jack? Yeah. yeah. I give it a two because I mean it wasn't
1: unfollowable. It just there were parts right. that were dragged and were slow and things that weren't explained. But like you said, it's pretty much on the rails. You're going from MacGuffin to MacGuffin to MacGuffin, yeah. With the with the end goal of defeating the big bad, and that's what happens. Yep, yeah,
2: maybe like a two because it wasn't like a normal Hollywood movie. No, no, maybe more normal by '80s standards because they were doing a lot of that um, fantasy side yeah. kind of thing. Um,
0: but it, it, it the the Golan and Globus movies. That's what I'm thinking of. They did a lot of those. They were they were two. To Hollywood producers at the time, who were doing a lot of this stuff, they did like Conan the Barbarian. They did, yeah. I think they did Masters of the Universe. Um, that was their whole thing. That was what they were known yeah, for. There's a
2: lot Adam of that movies. in the in the 80s. So in the 80s, it probably would have been more normal. Yeah. Now it's not something I associate with Hollywood really at all. Yeah. So what
0: what happened to those kind of movies? I guess I they all know. went to Netflix. They I'm became so The Witcher bummed. and uh, yeah, Curse mm-hmm. that Frank Miller television yeah, series. Yeah, gotta now, get them on and... streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is due for a revival. These ridiculous. They keep
2: talking about it.
0: Like I said, I, I want to say that there was talk about remaking Crawl. Oh, either remaking
2: Willow or continuing the story of yeah, Willow. which is still
0: a thing they're, that okay, they are they're doing the Willow it? sequel still. Uh, so is it based Aww. on the books?
2: I didn't know there were books. Oh, we've had this conversation. Have we had this conversation? We have at okay. least twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I, mean, I should have known they were books
2: yeah because when you told me about them i was like oh the book which i never did finish reading because i had to return them to the library okay <laughs> but yeah i remember there was a video yeah, they game. can for nintendo it's very very difficult <laughs> you shoot things and they turn to stone all right and then you whack them with your sword all right we can go play it i'll show you <laughs> i'm really bad at it is it worse it's...
0: than is it worse than dr jekyll and mr hyde was
2: oh god no <laughs> No, nothing is worse than that. <laughs>
0: hey, Super <laughs> Ghouls and Ghosts came very close to winning that contest. That's true. Uh, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, just there, that was the worst game ever. Yeah,
0: uh, the hardest game ever. Hardest game ever. Uh, I will. I will probably agree with you guys. I think yeah, it's going to be somewhere like two, two point five, somewhere in there. Um, the only reason I'll bump it up to like two point five is, like. So much of the stuff is absolutely meaningless in this movie that there's no reason that they need to do all this other bullshit to lead up to going to the true, castle. Yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't yeah. need the glaive really. Nope. I can think of, like...
2: like in a video game where like you have to get the thing to throw at the monster and that breaks his magical shield and then you can go whack him. I guess that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Except establish that in the movie. Yeah,
0: and like the amount of time for when he gets the glaive, which is really easy. Like, that is the easiest thing he does in this entire damn movie. He does it right away. Yep. To when he gets to use the glaive is entirely too long. It is kind
1: of a neat, like, little... It's it. You think it's the checkoff's gun, but it's not. The whole wedding firebending is the actual thing yeah. that's going to be... Yeah,
2: I like that. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, that's... that's that it, like I'm saying, there's a lot of good stuff in there, that, but it just sort of... Yeah, some of the some of it was not great, especially the yeah. the, the vaseline on the the, the camera <laughs> I
0: do see why this movie has a cult following, though. I like do. I get yeah. the
1: nostalgia for it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, as, uh, as, as Katie said, she she apparently really likes that movie. So.
2: <laughs> She's the only other person I know. I think that's seen it.
0: And, and yeah, Kim, uh, Kimmy and Aaron, um, said they had never seen that movie, um, who are uh, Kim Gray and Aaron, I said, who are our frequent guests on the show, our most frequent guests on the show. Yeah. Um, uh, who, who were not available because they are doing Comic-Con online tonight. Yep. Which I'll probably be doing tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do some of that tomorrow. But, uh, I, I know they had, leave the house. yeah, they had said oh. that they had never seen this movie either. Which, which again, kind of shocked me, but they're younger than we are, so yeah. not as much. Like, I remember this being on, like, basic cable and stuff all the time. I
2: mean, at least a year old when this movie came out. Yeah, I would have been two. Yeah. Aaron would have been negative seven. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> kind of makes me feel old. Mm.
2: It makes Kimmy no longer a youngin'. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: But but I mean again, it's just based on based on our interests and you know kind of the people that we know. It surprises me that that so many of the people that we know have never seen this movie. But then again, I've never seen the Dark Crystal, and people are often and we have that. It. We'll have yeah.
1: Wow, you never I've seen the never Dark seen, Crystal?
0: Yeah. Wow, I've never seen it. I've seen I've seen Labyrinth many many times, but I've never seen the Dark Crystal. Yeah, and, okay. and again, I mean, be- because they didn't like Dark Crystal was not the one they showed on TV. They showed Labyrinth on TV. Uh. I don't remember that ever being aired, so... so I remember
2: my birthday one year. In, like, middle school or high school. I think high school. And um, we did sleepovers, because that's what we always did for our birthdays. And my mom went to the movie store and rented the Dark Crystal and Army of Darkness.
1: Yes! Wow! There's a a spectrum.
2: (laughs) Well, I think I sent her with a list of some things. Oh, nice. And... They didn't have something, and she's like, Oh, dark crystal. And I didn't remember it. Yeah, like I c- had vague recollections of images, but I really didn't remember. Oh, yeah. So that was see, the, last, the last time I've seen it. And mm-hmm. so now, so many years removed, I
1: still don't remember it that well. The uh, or- yeah, see, that's just it. It's like I never saw Labyrinth until I was an adult. I didn't because I never had, I guess maybe because I didn't have basic cable. They did show dark crystal on like network TV though. Like, that would, like, you'd get the Sunday movie on, like, ABC or whatever. And so, yeah, I'd seen the... I saw the Dark Crystal, because, again, as a child I was really into the Muppets, so... Yeah.
0: And, My uh, dad had
2: gotten it off of HBO at some point, because we did watch it when I was a kid. Yeah.
0: It wasn't again until high school that I watched it. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't remember ever seeing Dark Crystal. Um, although, Army of Darkness, you know, makes, makes me think of... Um, of uh, friend of mine that i know a lot of the other you know members of our our friend and gaming group brian Fiander, who i don't know if you know adam or not because he went to michigan tech
1: um y- yes i do okay. know brian Fiander, but not not as well as as everybody else in the group yeah. really.
0: so so he tells a story about um when he was in a uh biology or anatomy class and their instructor showed them army of darkness at one point in class and nice. would pause the movie during the skeleton scenes and point out a bone on one of the skeletons and make them name the bone. Nice as, as an exercising class. Oh my god, that's <laughs> just just
1: par for the course for tech. Gosh, yeah. I don't know. If that was, <laughs> if
0: that was a if that was a Brian and I were in high school together, so that may have been a thing that was in one of his classes when we were in high school together. Okay. Um, Either way,
1: still a great teaching tool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Army of Darkness is educational. Yeah. Let that be your takeaway tonight.
1: Yep, yep exactly. <laughs> you know how much of the boomstick costs at S Mart. Yeah, great. This, this baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan.
2: <laughs> I do like how Michigan centric that is. It just makes yep.
0: it just warms my heart just uh, a little. Well, like the new series too, like or newish yeah. series, the Netflix one, which yep. I finished, you didn't finish. No, nope. but um, and then yeah, he's got he's got the new one coming out where Ash is no longer in the series, but Bruce Campbell is one of the producers. Um, that is that is going to take place. I I don't know if it's taking into account the events of the series, but I know it's taking into account the events of the movie. But happens separately from the movies, so it's in the movie universe, I guess. Okay, okay with new characters i'm so just he, proud
2: that bruce campbell failed to graduate from my alma mater <laughs>
1: western <Music.
0: laughs>
2: he attended he did not graduate that's fine
1: you don't have to graduate to be an alumni
0: nope right well we learned that from <laughs> uh was it martin shkreli's story that we were watching the Pharma know. bro that he uh, uh uh donated a bunch of money to the high school that he dropped out of yeah, and, and, and then and got then... something named after him something like that no no they- the oh, they refused the money, that's what it was. And then he tried to <laughs> donate to uh, Bernie Sanders' campaign and Bernie sent his money back.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah. It, I think wow. high school tr- um, didn't accept it. I can't remember, but...
0: Yeah, it was yeah nobody like wanted his money. Yeah, Jeez, O.P. On that note... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think we have really many uh, many projects coming up at this point. Um, I, we have a book coming out at the end of this year that Krista is currently... Uh, currently proofing. Currently proofing, yeah. And cool. just the first two stories today.
2: And it won't uh, it won't be out until, I think, December. so Something like that. It's going to be
0: like a hype, Christmas-ish yeah, release. Hype that up. One- yeah. Uh, and then we'll have uh, some stuff coming up with the Theater Company in October. There will be an online 10-minute play festival throughout the month of October. So it'll be one 10-minute play every week. Um, I do have one submitted in there. We're, we're going to start looking at what the submissions were within the next couple of weeks and select our plays and... I may end up acting in one of those as well. We'll see.
2: Not a whole lot going on. I'm stuck in quarantine until I get a negative COVID result back. It's been 10 days.
0: Yeah. 10 days. Means that I am also stuck in quarantine until Krista gets a negative COVID result back.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can work from home at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Sensibly so. I'm not complaining about us having to be home, but we've gotten a lot of work done in the house. I have a
2: horrible sinus infection, which is why I sound so bad. Yeah.
0: Sorry to hear that. Why they sent her for the COVID test. Yes. Just as a precaution. Well, it was
2: allergies that turned into a horrible sinus infection. Unless I really did have COVID, which is masquerading as a sinus infection. But I definitely have a sinus
0: infection. Yeah. I am fine, however. So.
2: Yeah. So, like, I don't, I really don't think it's COVID. Uh, Neither do I. uh
0: But don't fool around with it, for God's sakes. Yeah. Wash your hands, wear a mask. It's just, it's not that hard. God, take it seriously.
1: Or just do what I do and never leave the house.
2: Yeah. Yeah much to begin with which is another reason i think it's not covid is because i i barely had contact with anyone Mm -hmm. i did go back to work for three hours and i encountered three other people and we were all wearing masks yeah so you you may have gotten i don't think it was that you may have gotten
0: it being the robot librarian no
1: (laughs) it's a a computer virus
2: hi Ah. there was that guy and was at West Virginia at a West Virginia library that coughed on the books and coughed on the computers. Yeah, <laughs> many computer virus. Yeah, I just shut down the library because like I was a douche. Yeah, that's a, literally the reason they that we won't reopen is because the directors know that someone's going to be an idiot, so they're just not even going to go there. Yeah, they're not going to fool with it. And people who keep saying like, "Well, why don't you reopen?" They're like, "No, because we know that one of you dumbasses <laughs> is going to be a dumbass, and we don't want to deal with it." Yeah official reason is we're keeping people safe, which is true, yes. but really it's, we know that someone's going to be stupid and yeah, we just don't trust this.
1: public. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's one of those cases. Yeah. So we have librarians instead. Which yeah, which great. you had
0: some guy dancing. Uh, yeah it, US, it was it was some lady
2: yeah she was like can you see me and was like dancing around <laughs> I'm like, yeah yes
0: and then, then when i went I in there to pick up you. your book that you had on hold i had the robot librarian who was keeping me company while the guy was standing in my way looking at other people's holds for some reason mm-hmm. people do that i don't
2: they're like oh i need to double check and make sure i don't have anything else let me look at every single other title on these three shelves yeah. they're all together it's fine
1: yeah.
0: alphabetical then he realized finally that I was standing there waiting and got out of my way, but waited until I was done and then went back to looking. <laughs> yeah,
2: I did scare a lot of people though. That was kind of fun when I would say like, "Hi, welcome back," and they'd be like, "Oh God, real? <laughs> an animated picture? What?" Yeah,
1: you're just a, a yeah, a Cortana or a a, a Siri that uh, yeah,
0: for yes. the face. I'm, I'm yeah. sad that you don't get to be like an animated avatar. That'd be great. You get to pick, no. you know, what you look like as a cartoon.
2: Yep. First, it was just a picture of me because we couldn't get the video working. Okay.
0: Uh... Nobody responded.
2: Like, I would talk to them, and they would completely ignore me <laughs> working. Then they would respond to me. Okay. Like, you, you have to have that, like, movement of a person. Otherwise, like, they have no idea what's happening. Yep. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that was interesting to me. Is that yeah.
0: is
1: that you, God? Jeez. Okay.
0: All right. Well, on that note, yeah, Adam, I, I don't know that you've got anything going on.
1: Uh, no, I have nothing going on whatsoever other than being here nerding out in my atom cave, as we're now calling it. <laughs> Just waiting for the semester to kick off so I can get the one frigging class I need done. And uh, I was in that situation. I mean, at oh, least going yeah. like, to do it virtually. I have no idea yet. We they okay. really haven't uh, decided yet. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't wouldn't mind. It sounds like I, I go to Eastern. It sounds like Eastern's doing a lot of work with one person rooms and class sizes and stuff like that. Um, but I would not mind having an extra hour and a half uh, commute. So that would, that would be terrible. I know they are really cautious because they're so close to the hospital. What class is it? Um, Shockingly, it's a 100 level geography class.
2: <laughs> I had a 100 level health class. Oh, God. <laughs> Last
1: it's time. a it's a 100 level geography class that has one offering. That's it. Okay. And I couldn't And I couldn't take it. Like it's it. It couldn't take it last semester because it was on a Monday, which was when all the other 400 level classes that I needed
0: were. So, shit. <laughs> yep. if, if it makes you feel better. When I, when I was in college, I had, you, know, you have your, your you know, math requirement and your you know, science requirement, whatever. And I was in the liberal arts college. I was, I was an English major and a mm-hmm. film minor. And my math, the one class I took for my math requirement was symbolic logic, which is useful for two fields. It's useful if you're a philosophy major. Okay. And it's useful if you're a programmer. Okay. Um, and the entire class is about making Venn diagrams, the things with the circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what a Venn diagram is. Yeah, and it was it was taught in the basement of of the uh, of one of the liberal arts buildings by racist Colonel Sanders.
1: And did you have to really specify racist Colonel Sanders? The actual I mean, Colonel Sanders was kind of awesome. We did watch okay. a whole thing about okay. him. Okay, I retract my statement. I kind of assumed a southerner in a white suit uh, who
0: made fried chicken was kind of racist. I but hey, know, I don't know. Yeah, about his racist or not racist, you know, I uh, mean, probably uh, given the yeah history. But mm-hmm. he he definitely like um, he he defended <laughs> his employees with a shotgun from uh, a rival gas station owner at one point.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah,
0: like yeah, they shot him. Yeah, like he shot that guy. He no. shot him. No, I'm pretty sure like that guy killed one of his employees.
1: Huh. Yeah, like he was but not. It's a, it's a hard field. Symbolic logic, I guess. It's, it's up uh, the road.
0: Yeah, actual Colonel Sanders was not somebody you wanted to mess around with. He also no. he also lived in Canada for a long time. There's actually, I think, a Canadian Children's Hospital named after him, or something like oh. that. Children's ch- Children's Hospital Charity. Something like that.
1: I swore you were going to say children's Curry. chicken hospital. I thought that I, I was really, I heard the chicken yeah. in there.
0: No, he did. He did actually like a lot of charity work and stuff, um, particularly in Canada. But uh, yeah. So, you know, if that makes you feel any better, that was my, you know, math requirement. And I think I got, I think the science, two science requirements I did. One was like psychology 101, which is not bad for an English major. It's, you know, mm-hmm. you that coming useful. Uh, and then geology 101 was my other one. Which I took as a summer class when I stayed, you know, when I lived in New Orleans for the summer. Nice.
1: Yeah, I actually had the weird one that I had to take because I'm a transfer student. Was I needed a lab, like a science lab, and so they had me take a psychology lab. Okay. Which was like a once a week thing. Like you I just went picked in, and,
0: like you get to go and visit, like Hannibal Lecter or something for some reason. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's kind of what I was wondering, but no, it's more like just talking about basic psychological concepts and sort of doing little practice tests on one another and stuff like that. It was just dumb brain tricks. Yeah. Dumb brain tricks and Uh, things like that.
0: Okay. All right. Well, on on that note, I guess, uh, now that we've
1: wasted more more time in the movie. Yeah.
0: Uh, No more tangents. Uh, thank you for listening to cinema guano as always and confused. Just watch it again. Bye. (laughs) okay craig now let's see what happens when i try to download this thing craig horse
1: do, 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 craig horse i do a craig uh, craig trojan horse it's gonna sneak some okay. wave files craig, in there craig centaur really it's a half audio program half horse